Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello, friends. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. You're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar, do we have any new patrons to go over? Uh, no, we don't. Like and subscribe. Hit that smash button and also leave a comment. It's so interesting. We didn't do any review. promos for December. Like we didn't do like... Uh, you mean November. We could do a promo for December. Or for November, rather. December domination. Yeah, we yeah. gave them a break. But thank you so much for everyone who supported the podcast. Past, future, and now means so much to me. Present. Don't forget present. That's I meant that by saying now. <laughs> Past, Kamar. future, now. Kamar. Join the Patreon as soon as you can. How was your week, sir? Um, did I tell you guys about uh, my roommate ordered food and some guy grabbed it off the porch? Oh, that's nope. a desperate maneuver. Is that wild? Yeah. So he, and we know it because we have the ring. Yes, you can see the guy. We, we saw the whole thing go down. A guy... Contact us, contactless delivery. Yeah. So he just walks up, puts it on the porch, and then this well-to-do guy. It wasn't like a just came and grabbed two bike, burritos. Bikes up, looks, runs up the porch, grabs it, and takes off. I mean, that would be a pretty good scam. Like I start driving Uber Eats, and you just bike behind me yeah. on my route. You, well, you're in with me. You don't even need a bike. You just get out like a half a block before yeah. you watch, you grab. That's like an endless cycle of free money. Kamar, is you that... You beat me to the punch. I mean, that's all I could... Is that the smart. modern Is that the modern day like cooling pie on the windowsill? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's like, oh, this guy ordered this great meal. Um, I'll be there in five minutes. Anyways, they they get the food, the uh, skip the dishes or whatever, refund some of the money. I mean, yeah. you know, for like Amazon, let's say, where yeah. they're dropping packages off, Amazon is just going to cover that shit. There's really like no. I think there's certain ones. It's a free it market on economy. How, you would just be robbing Amazon. I think it depends how expensive it is. I think there's certain ones where Amazon requires a signature or someone to pay. Okay, no, but as yeah, long yeah. as they yeah, don't I require agree, yeah. a signature. I uh, and I also uh, did a show at the um, Rito Carlton Raceway, soon to be. Oh the yes, Hard how Rock. was that? My sister works there. I hope once it's the Hard Rock, it's called the Hard Rock, formerly the Rito Carlton Raceway. I think it's the Rito Carlton Raceway Hard Rock, soon to be Hard Rock. I think it's. I hate to do this. Isn't it the Hard Rock at the Rito Carlton? Either Raceway? way, the Rito Carlton Raceway has to stay in the name because that's how they were able to like. They already have their, uh, I don't know. Their there was some reason why not, it had to stay in the name. It's, it's, it's going to be the Hard Rock, though. I think it's licensing, the AGO and all that. That's what, is, I'm is saying, what it is. Yeah. Well, that's what Simon's saying. It's going to be a Hard Rock uh, hotel, and then the casino section is still technically going to be considered 
something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Well, but... because a gambling license in Ontario is not easy to get. I'm sure the Rideau Carlton Raceway has an existing one and that getting a new one would be a nightmare. It's kind of like the cabs, you know, how it's so hard to yep. get. So you'll have like Abdul brought to you by Mohammed yep. and then they just share the cup. So have you, have you one been, of my best. have you been there? <laughs> have you guys ever been to there? this guy doesn't even understand fucking there. comedy. Um, there's a big room upstairs yeah. with like, it almost looks like a barn cut out mm-hmm. and there's a big bar. That's where the comedy show was. And there was like 80 people Oof. in a room that holds like 500. It's just, a, I couldn't hear them laugh. <laughs> Maybe they were laughing, but it was just, and the other thing is casinos are depressing. Like no one wants to laugh at a casino. They want their money back. Yeah, it's and, true. You, and you can't joke about how sad it is. Being the casino doesn't want you reminding people no. of of you know the casino. And we're all a bunch of losers. Like it's, I don't want to be that guy that dissects people's comedy. You know what I mean? That's not me. Okay, but lots of comedy shows happen in Vegas, buddy. I, it's like I know, but I bet it's an unwritten rule that you don't well, talk about how shitty. I think they get it's all free comps, right? So most people. No, it depends. Like I saw Nate Bargatze at the win. It was not free. And not he, for you. But did he Were shit on casinos? Yeah, I was no. staying at the did win. Did he yeah. shit on casinos and gambling? No, no. Um, and then when you go to the floor, like it's it's the lesser of, for people who are listening outside of Ottawa, there's two casinos mm-hmm. and it is the lesser of the, the other ones in Quebec, but it's close enough. But that's a, you feel a little bit better about yourself at that casino, I'd say. Or do you just mean the... the like the amount of tables or because I think Lac Limi is the worst casino on earth. Oh, I feel I like you Simon haven't been to a lot too. of casinos. Yeah. Is that? Uh... Well, we're not talking about all casinos. We're talking about of the two casinos and there's plenty of uh, one arm bandits. And well, listen, and re- they, sorry, go ahead. And they do have live tables. They do have live roulette. They have all that. Yeah. They have poker too. Yeah. It, it felt like a casino to me. I mean, the other, the, the La, La May is bigger, better, I'd say, but both of them probably are shitty casinos. Aquasasne, that's worse. No, I truly, like, I, the, I, I think I say it for a different reason. I get what you're saying. Aquasasne's garbage. Um, <laughs> like, most of the Ontario the people. Come on, most Ontario casinos are pretty ghetto in general. But I think Simon and I, I don't know. I also look at casinos like Vegas. Vegas is like the pinnacle of casinos. And everything outside of Vegas just stinks. Yeah, it's definitely set the bar, but I bet there's a shitty casino in Las Vegas. There's so many shitty casinos in Las Vegas. All casinos are shitty almost. I'd like to go to Monte Carlo or like... Uh, you wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Nor would I. Casino- Monaco. That's a, what you're talking a, about. A, a uh, casino like um, they had in uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. That's where Monaco. <laughs> Asshole. He asks a question and then doesn't want to hear an answer. No, I think just he interrupts you. Shut butter the butter. fuck up. That was my week. Simon, how was your week? <laughs> okay, up until 10 seconds ago. Do you think Lackley is a good casino? Thank you, Matt, for asking. Um, it's not. It's a terrible casino. Um, the Hard Rock <coughs> is transferring from a dirt casino like the equivalent of a dirt mall to yeah. a real casino once it's done it'll be a hundred times and I, they didn't even have they only had slots at the real t- Rito carlton raceway soon mm-hmm. to be hard rock soon to be hard rock yeah they only had slots for a very long time so. it was just before the pandemic apparently all those yeah 
um, no, it was a few years before the pandemic. They got like poker in there because I remember going out there to play poker. I only remember that place because um, they had a crazy buffet, mm-hmm. roast beef and lobster. Yeah, that's the only time I ever went out there. And last time I went out there, there was nothing, and now it's houses everywhere. Do you have more you want to say about the casinos? Because he's really pushing. It. He might, he's up trying to get two some comps. people's weeks now talking about casinos. I feel like Kamar when he left went up to like a pit boss and was like, "Hey, listen, I have a, a podcast. Like, you think <laughs> if I drop some hard rock talk, you guys could call me a fifty dollar chip or something?" Simon, how was your call week? Me a towel. Um, my week was okay. Thanks, Matt. Um, I bought a new TV. Really? Finally, what kind? Yeah, it's been a long time. We've been we have a we've had a high sense. You know, high sense. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say no, and no. I would be like, touche, you know? Um, Might be no. the worst TV you could it's, buy. It's terrible. It's <laughs> Is, terrible. Isn't it Roku? It's a Roku, yeah. A Hisense Roku. Um, but really, it I swear to you, it's probably seven years old. I believe it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty old. So we finally just caved and bought a new TV. I bought a uh, TCI which is a new company that came out, but it's um, it's a nice TV. It's not bad. It's, I feel like you said the same a, thing when the Hisense entered no, your... No, it's a Samsung without the name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that what the salesperson told <laughs> no, no, you? No, no, no. That's exactly what I thought. I did my research. Okay, okay. It's the Cadillac of TV. How much did you save not buying a Samsung? Why don't you let us know I that? I saved about $200. I'm sorry, what? $200. Do you want to, funniest man in Ottawa, do you, you want to take what's, this one? What's the problem? I don't want to be rude. I want that to was finish. the difference between this TV I bought. The reason I went with this one is because Samsung apparently has like better um, components, let's say. This one had the better operating system. We were more concerned with the operating system than with uh, the fact that it was a... Um, super powerful tv but it's a nice tv it's a um q uh qled it's uh it's got like a bunch of bells and whistles that you wouldn't have gotten with the samsung unless you bought a higher up model but you get them with the tci because it doesn't have the name going with it it doesn't matter that's not the point of this story man the point of this story is that shit looks so weird you have true motion on. Turn true motion off. Sorry, what is it? True, I don't know. Listen, this is the thing. True I don't motion. I have a bunch of Samsung televisions on a Samsung it's not TV. A Samsung. I, it's a TCI. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The point is this: you're gonna go home and you're gonna Google TCI true equivalent motion. to true motion, and it will send you to the place where you will turn that off, and it will get rid of that handy cam. That's what you're talking about. Well, that and it's like, here's my theory on it, okay? okay. When you watch reality TV, yeah. it's incredible because it's <laughs> like you're Pardon seeing me. wrinkles in people's faces. Yeah. It's really good. But when you're watching, like I tried watching, I finally have Apple TV again yeah, because it's in the operating system. Yeah. Um, so I watched that Monarch. Monarch. Yeah. It is insane how like the person in the front view looks incredible Everything in behind looks like it's on a green screen. Remember, I would come over here and I'd say, it looks so fake. And you were like, no, you just get used to it. Like, I don't know if that's just the way TV is now. And I'm so used to watching it on a old fashioned TV that it allows for some like 
The weird thing about you saying that is that like they don't even use green screen anymore. The big productions have a massive wall of LED lights that projects everything they want to show. It's just, hold on. Think of the sphere in Vegas. Lob the top off and make it like. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter though. Like what I'm saying is. I have to figure it out. I don't know if this is just the true like emotional what people are used to now and they've just accepted that this is the way movies look or... I love that this guy goes from a 480p television to QLED and now he's like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, <laughs> All I'm hearing I haven't is been loving it. I got a new TV. I don't like it. But the sports are like incredible. You know what I okay. mean? Yeah. It's just movies aren't working out. It's just certain things. I haven't even watched a lot of movies. This was a television show. But it just looks so. It's like the you're forgetting. It's a television show on Apple. The CGI and the people weren't um, syncing properly. You know, thirty five inches is thirty five inches. Thirty five inch TV. Thirty five <laughs> inch. <laughs> yeah, it's a thirty five. How big is it? It's a fifty inch. Oh, you didn't go for the fifty five. Hold we on, you got ha- a fifty inch. What was the name of it? TCI, I think. TIC. You aren't doing your people any favors. You know Why? It's Why? A, it's a great TV. Don't worry. About Why do you TV. know a guy? No, I just like Simon. Don't, Listen, don't I don't look at I don't look at Simon as someone who is um like financially strapped. No, I'm not I, saying hold I definitely on. am. I'm not saying I'd look at you like you're rich either. I, I just you're definitely not. You think you should have spent the two hundred dollars? I think he should have spent five hundred more and gotten a seventy inch 70 Samsung. Inch. No, no, and no. Really it's, lived it's life. It's not about the we only had a certain of distance between two windows. Otherwise, the TV would be like sticking out on each side. Do you live in the, do you live in the iron, the flat one, iron building? Fit. That's, that's Sorry? Cool. Do you live in the flat iron building? There's two windows in between. We have a lot of windows on the side. And don't worry about it. My house is very small and we only had a certain 50 of 50 inches of reasonable okay, size fine. TV. And it's so much bigger than the TV I had. I feel oh. like I've jumped into the future. Did the Wait t- a minute. How the- big was your old TV? What is inches? happening here? Are you <laughs> What's fucking- two sizes under the 50? It sounds like the 35 that Kamar's talking no, no, about. That's but- what I had. A high sense 35 inch TV. Uh, did it find a new home or did you just it throw it out? It moved up into my room. Ooh. Hold on. This is crazy. Double upgrade. This is insane. I left a 55 inch Samsung television in yeah. the old studio. It's still there. No, it's not. It's in Mary's Airbnb, you dipshit. But you could have taken a 55-inch Samsung television. It wouldn't fit. Um, Yeah, I could have, I guess. I don't know. We had our high sense. It was was, all I needed. It wasn't a big deal, you know what I mean? Okay. My my week was fine. I can't even... I don't even know what to say right now. I forgot to bet you... (laughs) When I went to the casino, I had to sign a form that said I wouldn't gamble or drink. You're fucking done, man. No, no wait, hold we on. We didn't care about your casino talk when you were talking about wait, it. No, no, no. And That's... we certainly don't care. Oh, my During no, your week, you can talk this about this. We're on my week now. Oh, are we? Because yeah. I wasn't done. No, I have a question. So because you were working as a comedian, you had to sign a waiver saying you wouldn't drink or gamble? Yeah. That's so fucking It made weird. me feel special. So, like, because they consider you a casino employee for the evening? I don't think that was it. I think no. they knew Kamar. Oh, and they were just like, he's the only one that had this me. motherfucker to sign a disclosure. No, the second I got off stage, they're like, you can drink and gamble now. Interesting. <laughs> they're oh, like, no, go, they're, drink they're and like, gamble. Actually, please, drink here's and gamble. The for the, here's the money for yeah. the, your performance. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to be paid in chips <laughs> or in Coke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in chips. Um, no, apparently, they're bands there, and the bands 
would have sets and they'd do one set and then they'd go get fucked up That's and incredible. lose all their money. Oh, bands so, with a D. Bands. Musical You're still performers. Not saying the D. Bands. Bands. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's my week. It wasn't your fucking week. Maddie, how was your week? Oh shit. My, I'm I'm shit. It's shit Lamaird. Kamar, you want to go over the guest list so we can do what we uh True do here? Motion. I'd love to, man. Thanks for asking. We Oh, are you sure you don't want to talk about the casino a little more? The week started <laughs> off with uh big excitement for Simon 2065. David Grush. Yeah, don't meet your heroes, you know. Followed by 2066 Funny Latino Man, Ralph Barboza. Fun Latino Man. What? Barboza. Then we had 2067 Politically. Go on. Politically Adept Dave Smith. Sure. And then we had a surprise drop on Saturday. Talk about everything we loved, like hunting. 2068, Cameron Haynes. Hunting adept? Cameron Haynes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, if I ever try to sound smart, I end up sounding stupid. I'll tell you. Yeah, we didn't need that, Cam Haynes. That really brought the week down for sure. It happens all the time where I have all my listening done, notes taken, prepared, and then that happens and it ruins my day. It's funny because I got what I wanted. I said last week I would like Joe to bring someone on. I even said I was like it could be Douglas Murray. I just wanted someone to come in. If he was going to have all this Israel-Palestine talk, bring someone who wasn't part of the war machine in. So I got that. I was happy about that. And then he brings in Cam Haynes, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that any of this week was even decent. Uh, I'll still give it a three. I will I will echo your three. I will give it a He's crunching the numbers, he's got the abacus out, he's moving the <laughs> I will I'm just gonna go off the cuff here. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a three. We have an agreement. Those are few and far between lately. All right, Kamar, you want to? Uh, we didn't. We didn't preemptively decide how we were going to do this shit, did we? Yeah, this sort of like uh, how the sausage is made. Yeah, I don't care what order we do it in. Well, Cam Haynes can't have more than five minutes. I'm it sorry. Should be Cam Haynes and David Grush, and then uh, uh, Dave Smith and Dave Smith and Barbosa. Love it. So we're going to start with the worst one. Twenty. We start with Grush. Start with Grush, and then do, and then Cam give five Haynes. minutes of Cam Haynes to yeah, sure. go into the break. Sure, perfect. Love it. Because I'm telling you, that campaign's like it oh, was. Oh no! It was all hunting. Trust me, I listened to it today. Yeah, it was fresh all in my mind. It was all stem cells. UFC. There was a lot of UFC. Sorry, yes, stem cells, UFC, then just hunting. There was a weird There's, tone throughout it. Are we? Let's just do campaigns. I don't give a fuck. Just do campaigns. Okay, there we go. Uh, There's a tiny bit of UFO in campaigns. Or Bigfoot? No, UFO. No, the Grush, because he starts by telling him, like, Grush was in here. No, no, it's it's, it's uh, the Cam Haynes. He's, he'll get there. Because they were talking about Hunt. Okay, 2068 Cameron Haynes. We're going backwards here, pretty much. but Just it's totally unnecessary podcast. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. <laughs> we didn't want to be there. I told you guys that was my point. <laughs> and you just took it Okay, your um, point was that Cam Haynes was an unnecessary podcast. I said 
he, he said he didn't want to be there, but I'm going to say in the podcast. I don't remember him ever saying. And you guys both just said it. I don't recall him saying that. Do you recall him saying that? No, but I believe no. it. No, I don't. Well, I mean, I've never heard you say preemptively, I'm going to say this in the podcast. Nope. This was the first time I did it. Okay. You got to work funny. with me here because he definitely said it. Oh, <laughs> you okay, make, sorry. You guys are gas, gaslighting me now. Gaslighting you. Yeah. Uh, crypto, NFTs. One of the great bubbles of our time. With the aftermath, like the Binance guy has to pay like four point three billion. That had nothing to do with NFTs. That's crypto. You can separate the two of them if yeah, you'd like. The, the NFT has more credible. No. Hold on, let me they, ask you a question. Intertwined, though. Your your argument is that Binance had to pay four billion. Uh how much how much in fines have like JP Morgan? Oh, the, the same actually, that's another point that legitimizes it. The, um, yeah, well, yeah, you're only legit once you start being fined for we, robbing people. We've had this same conversation like a whole many load full of times, but NFTs were a solid idea, but there were so many uh, scams going on that it just de-legitimized uh, a whole sector that probably never comes back. Are you uh, you okay there? What is it? What is it with our obsession with the realness of art? That, that was one of the points Joe made. Like I can just take a screenshot. It is, but no. But this is the original. Um, in regards to the painting, they talk about the painting. Well, it's a piece of history. It's the same reason you would buy anything old, right? That has no like real purpose today, but sentimentally is worth a shit ton. Mm-hmm. But that's why the NFTs just on some level didn't make any sense because you're getting a JPEG and I can just download that same image, use it as my screensaver and theoretically have the same thing you do, um, not in value, but in uh, aesthetic value. I mean, here's the thing, like, Kamar, you can go back to 19, like, 99, and you can see news reports about the internet that would make you believe when you saw it that the internet was a passing fad and wasn't going to be anything. I think with NFTs, like, the way that they were done in the first iteration were largely a scam. But I think that, like, look at the art world. You could just use NFTs where Simon, let's say Simon becomes a famous artist overnight. Okay. He starts selling all his art. He could simply validate all of them on the blockchain. As in, you still buy my art, but you now have this token that says, this is officially a Simon Anisman. And without this, you know, the work of art is worth substantially less. So almost the most important thing of NFTs and crypto is the blockchain. Uh, Well, of course. Yeah. The blockchain is the only thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just a JPEG. I feel that. I just wonder if there's any An biological open... advantage to beholding stuff or like... Like what Jamie was saying, like if there was, of course, you know, the way he said it was kind of dumb. Like if they had NFTs in Da Vinci's day, we wouldn't have this problem. But it was more like if they even just had photos, like that Monday, if there was a photo of Da Vinci beside it, like that would be considered... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But it's a photo you know, today could be um, altered, altered, whereas the blockchain theoretically can't, although I'm not even certain of that anymore. Like we, they tell us that non-fungible NFTs, these can't, 
who knows? Like, I don't understand how any of it works. They could, the whole thing could be a scam, which it was. So, well, not the whole, I mean, listen, uh, scam is a weird thing. Like we've done this before where like if you buy a basketball card tomorrow and the basketball card market dips out and you lose your whole investment. That's not a scam. That's just bad luck for you. Yeah, but it's okay. The scams that they were doing. No, there were scams. You're, you're, what I'm saying though is like, like Joe hated the board on Yeah board ape yacht club right like and he's fine hating that that's fine i thought it was stupid too yeah it doesn't mean that like um that was a scam no that one wasn't a scam that was just people getting caught up in hype yeah and and people but people lost a lot of money on that Uh like seth green lost a fucking you know he lost a show right yeah um like the cyberpunks uh, is another one where like you know how are you selling an eight bit thing for? I mean, that's 400, to me, that's just people who are stupid though. You know what I mean? Like if you're buying art and that art has no like, um, aesthetically interesting, whatever, but who's going to want to rebuy it from you if it holds no value except as like a nft fair enough but in 2000 like let's say you let's say we me and you met in 2003 if in 2003 when i met you i said simon i just spent twenty five thousand dollars on pokemon cards you would have been like you're a fucking moron you just got fleeced uh-huh. flash forward 15 years later i'm a multi multi-millionaire right, right. like it, yeah time right. heals all wounds yeah. and monetarily especially Cash. we don't know yet look i think nft I think NFTs will continue to be a thing because they are, like you're saying, useful to make the art world legitimate. The But then I'm like, well, at the same time, people need it to be non-legitimate because most of the art world is just a way to pass money around. True, yeah. So will it ever become a thing? Like the reason it became corrupt, I assume, with the NFT thing is because they were trying to do the same thing, right? It's almost like by legitimizing a piece of art, they delegitimize the piece of art. Well, no, because at the same time, you're not delegitimizing. Like the thing is, you can still you can still launder money just because it's on the blockchain doesn't mean you couldn't launder money using art, right? Like let's say Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden goes out, paints ten pieces, puts them on the blockchain right, to right. legitimize. It, do- them. it doesn't stop you, but it does stop people from selling fake art. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which, as far as the la- the money laundering thing, you don't need fake art for that. No, you just you need art. Period. Art, yeah. yeah, it does any piece of art. You just put an enormous enormous value on precisely. it. Precisely. Yeah. Like Simon, I even saw this guy the other day. He's a, a tattoo artist, and he was talking about like a like a banking loophole that he kind of found, where he's like, he's like, I sell my art for you know ten thousand dollars a piece, whatever. And he's like, what I started doing was I would like paint a few paintings, and then I would hang them in my house. And then eventually I would go to the bank and I would take out a loan and they would ask for collateral. And I would say, well, I have these, these 10 pieces of art. And because I have proof of sale of past art, they would let me collateralize my own art. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Again, these are all just small loopholes that yeah. you have to be savvy enough to take advantage of. But One of the interesting points on uh, the Cameron Haynes, Joe Rogan podcast was uh, bringing up David Grush after the fact and Joe describing him, it was almost like grain of salt said he could be a useful idiot. Just disparaging him. I'm surprised anybody goes, but we'll talk about this during David Grush, but I'm surprised anybody goes on Joe's show from the UFO world anymore because you just have no idea which way the wind is blowing with that guy. He'll look you in the face and be like enthralled and then 
one episode later totally throw you under the bus. Like, that's not good for anybody. It's not necessarily Joe's style, I thought. Well, this is this is the way he's been talking for months and months and months now. I was actually super surprised when he had Grush on because I was like, we know Joe's opinion on this, so why, how is this going to work? But they just managed to turn half of the episode into talking about AI anyways, so... And then Joe goes, imagine you get to a planet and hunt a deer and you eat it and it kills you. That's all Joe thinks about. I want to hunt something the second I get there. Joe's. If you get to the planet, you're good. If you die, it's a push. I love how Joe's like, um, you're out in the woods all the time. You ever seen Bigfoot? No, I've never seen Bigfoot. You ever talk to somebody who's seen Bigfoot? No, never talked to anybody. Wow. Case closed. That's all the anecdotal evidence I need to just fucking tie a nice bow on this thing of non-existence. And uh, oh, now we got to the bottom of Simon's anger. <laughs> did we mention on air or we talked about that? Oh, you said it. The cam was down for stem cells and he uh, shut it out ways to well, which is another one of those um, Gary Brecca. You know, he said he had a test that was 500 bucks or something. Ways to well is the same thing. I looked it up. It's only in Texas. But I was thinking we should be able to take these tests and send the bill to health Ontario. Yep. Like that should be a total reasonable thing. Okay. You don't agree. I agree with you. I mean, does does that make sense? I agree. It should be, but there are plenty of things that aren't covered properly by our OHIP. No, but that's fine. What he's saying though, is like, if you could take a test that could say definitively, this will make you a healthier person. If you do a, B and C, Everyone in Ontario should get that test. Yeah, everyone in Canada should be offered that right away. And the rigmarole of going through our current healthcare system to get that done would cost the whole system way more than that. No, they would never let you do that test. They would never pay for that test. Like your doc, if you went to your doctor tomorrow, said, I heard about this test on Joe Rogan, can I get it done? He'd be like, Yeah, you can go to the States and pay to have that done, but we don't offer that. We're not giving you that. No way. You think if, I mean, I don't know what it's like, but if you had a family doctor, yeah, I have a doctor family doctor that you see every year. And he, have he you ever you? tried to ask your doctor for a certain drug? Uh, no. <laughs> they will not be stoked. Whereas an American doctor probably would be? I don't know. I'm just telling you, if you go in and you're like, listen, doc, I'm having these back pains. I think I need Sabrevalex. They'll be like, I'm the doctor. I'll tell you what you need. <laughs> But we and then you're like, but doc, the ads had asked my doctor <laughs> about Cerebrex. Talk to my doctor <laughs> yeah. about it. We're, um, then they start talking about steroids and Joe, like every person they mentioned, he was like, Don't, the Mexican supplements, all this stuff, just after telling The Rock, which I also thought was kind of weird. Joe, you're on HGH. What the fuck are we doing here? Like you too are on testosterone. Am I crazy? Well, I no, know. he's... A proponent of people taking steroids, though. Yeah, so when he's all like, oh, that guy's fucking juiced up, like, I got news for you, pal. Well, because those people are lying about it. He has no problem with people doing the juice. No, he some does of them aren't the, lying about it. He a does lot of these... the juice. If you do the juice and you're not lying about it, Joe has no problem with it. No, I disagree, because Who? again... All the guys he was mentioning are open about it. It's only the liver king that was like, I'm not on any Who, supplements. Who's not open? Who, the Rock. Who, the Rock lies. He says he's not on the juice. That was the whole thing. We had this yes, last week. Joe didn't call him out on and it. Now he's, and then it seemed like he was calling out a bunch of people in this episode. And maybe it was just tongue in cheek. And he does not care. No, but seriously, Matt, I'm telling you, like Joe. Yeah, I'm saying all those. I don't remember any other names, but he mentioned like three bodybuilders. Cam brought them up. Those guys are all influencers on Instagram that are open about their 
steroid use. They're not hiding it. Again, I don't. I I mean, Joe today was saying everybody should take steroids. So yeah. Well, then they were just talking about tough guys. Tough guys. You know, guys who are tough in general. I was at the comedy club last night. Tough guys. Tough there, guys. There was a guys guy who are tough, tough in, in general. general. There was a guy who was like six three and probably two hundred fifty pounds, and he had one of those the UFC like uh, Dagestani. Yeah, and old he, cut. And he was so fucking jacked that I I realized when you're in a social place, you keep your eye on that guy. Everyone else you don't care, but the guys that could just crush you in a second if you stepped on the shoe or something. This is really, pretty that's much how you everybody. Live? I have to like walk around in constant fear. <laughs> but this guy, I just, it was almost like instinctually, I zoned in on the guy and always made sure I knew Kamar being the alpha male that he is, when another alpha male enters the room, it's immediate, yeah. like, alpha who's alpha. going to no, alpha no, no. the alpha? The, the, I, I just sound gay, but this guy was so fit. Like he just—he looked like he was ready. Do you to fight. look at yourself as an alpha male, just out of curiosity? No, no, like no, when no, you look no. in the mirror, are you like I alpha? Do not. I when do not. when Cam said weak men, was were you like I'm a weak man, or were you like I'm a strong man? I once was a strong man for sure in my twenties. This guy was young too. I, I think. Yeah, but even age thing. even a, listen, I'm never a big dude. Never have been. I was way stronger in my twenties. Mm-hmm. I was bussing fucking four nights a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a weak man then, I'm a weak man now. But I did find it ironic that he kept bringing up reels and Instagram like a fucking 14-year-old, but then had the audacity to be like, weak men. And I was like, Cam, I got news for you, buddy. All the weak men are the ones who make all the shit that have made you and Joe's empires so big. So before you go out there and shit on everyone about how weak... And you're absolutely right. It is so incredibly tough to listen to these guys talk about how tough they are out there taming the mountains. (laughs) And then in the same breath, they're like talking about their Instagram page. Fuck you. If you have an Instagram page or you even know what reels are, you don't get to tell people how tough you are. Yeah. Well, no, that's my point is like, listen, you might be tough. You're way tougher than me. I'm not going to deny that. I'm, oh, agreed. I just said I'm a weak man. I'm not, and I'm not shitting on you. If you, but wanna... I'm not making my business on being a big tough guy, you know? No, but my point still remains like, I bet if Cam Haynes went back 60 years, they'd be like, you're not that tough. Like the average man back then was probably like, yeah, we all I mean, chop wood. Cam, Cam is probably pretty tough. All these hunter guys going out in the woods. For Listen, Cam can run a hundred miles a day. Okay, I couldn't run four. Was this Cam Haynes or was it uh, what's his name? Cam Haynes also runs marathons. No, but who was this? Cam, Cam Haynes. Haynes. Oh my Are god! Are you all right? Who yeah, did you the think whole was time David Goggins? I, no, the whole time I was listening, I thought it was um, how uh, the other hunter guy there, Steve Ranella. Steve Ranella, oh, get out of here. What do you mean? It's the exact same fucking conversation. No, but Steve's got a draw. Well, this I'm makes more sense now. Anyways, that, okay. Cam Haynes is the one who wakes up every I know, day at 4 a.m. and yeah. takes the watch photo. Cam Haynes used to have a normal job and still run the marathons, and now he's a podcaster and runs the marathons. Okay, we're up to speed. So an hour <laughs> in, it was clear they had nothing to talk about, and that's Kind of like us now. Cameron Hayes. <laughs> yep. The arrow don't lie. Yeah, let's, we're done. Uh, jitsu Oh, the only thing of any interest that they talked about was he asked him, "Have you ever heard of anybody out there seeing Bigfoot?" But he, uh, Cam thought he meant UFOs and said that the guys on no, the reserve had seen the UFOs, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. You miss you misheard that. He asked both. 
He asked both of them. He said, yeah. He said, you know a lot of guys that have been out in the woods a lot. Have any of them seen UFOs or Bigfoot? And he said, Bigfoot, absolutely not. And then he said, there's a bunch of guys on the reserve. And then Joe threw natives under the bus. He was like, well, those natives really like to drink. I was like, holy fuck, Right after happened, (laughs) Dude, somebody should clip that because that's just as fucking... Well, I racist don't think, as anything I don't think he's anyone ever said. Oh, I think we should clip it. Okay, we'll clip it. Uh, then they played that thing. Um, oh, yeah. And by the way, those same people who see the UFOs on the uh, reserves, 1000% see Bigfoot on the reserves. It's not uh, so he has. He's met both people. Mm-hmm. Sober as a judge. John Donaher said he nope. believes anyone could become not world this. elite in five years of training. Let's move on to Rush. Everyone needs a coach. Elk. With tusks would look fucking badass. Anything with tusks. Yeah, I guess Put so. tusks on a it's baby. It's so weird when... <laughs> well, am I wrong? <laughs> like That's maybe the one thing that wouldn't look badass. It's so weird when you like look at whale skeletons and you see all these like extra appendages that used to be there but aren't there because they're now in the water. They have like... Um, I can't think of what they are, like elbows or whatever where their flippers are. And anyways. Like the penguin? No. Or like I told you, it's um, like the elephant when you look at its foot. The, the skeletal platypus. Yeah, yeah, the elephant exactly. It the has a foot platypus. just like ours in like a high heel, but then it's got yes, the, yes, yes, yeah. platforms. The duckbill platypus has like a spike on its, um, I don't know, butt that's poisonous. Interesting. It's like a like a scorpion. That's thing. what killed yeah. Steve Owen. I'm no, kidding. It was a stingray. I'm well Manta ray or a stingray, yeah. But hunting, to hunt, to be able to hunt is very meaningful. And I uh, think if the world does end, these guys will be better off than I am. Dude, I forgot to tell you. I was at Trivia Monday, and these two regulars that are always there, I'm smoking outside at the break. And this dude's like, yo, I brought your girlfriend a, a, a deer hoof, and she didn't want it. And I was like, Gross. yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. <laughs> is that like offering to a, your your girlfriend to marry him? Well, no, and I, I was like, okay. And then I he got the goats, let's go. Well, no, he was like, it's weird because like I bring her a lot of stuff. Crush the crow beak in front of her? He's like, well, no, it's weird because I bring her a lot of stuff and she always wants to sell it at the bar. And I was like, oh, it's... And then I go, well, it's probably because it's taxidermy. I don't think you can sell taxidermy at the bar. And he looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, it's not taxidermy. And I went, hold on. What, what are we talking about right now? And he goes, I have a deer hoof that I brought her. And I was like, okay, she doesn't want it. I'll take it because I now need to see this. Dude, he runs to his car. He's back in four seconds. He has a severed fucking deer hoof. Like fresh. Dude, he's like, I killed it yesterday. Oh, that's definitely a mating ritual. Like and, you drop off the decapitated well, no, was, hoof like, on the girl's yeah. door. So, dude, he gives it to me, and now I'm just standing there holding this severed deer hoof. Why like, would he bring Mary a severed deer I, hoof? I don't know. You, you better get a prenup. This is <laughs> this is insane. Um, that sounds like serial killer shit. Can we go hunting with that guy? That's what I asked him. Because he was like, I actually just started. He's like, last year I went for the first time. And he said, he was like, he was like, I don't know if this is luck or not, but he's like, I got up in the tree stand and I sat there for 45 minutes and a deer walked by and I shot it. Like I'm a natural. Well, yeah, he was like, I think it's just luck, but he's like, I... He's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that. there's a shit ton of skill to like shot sitting it, in a blind. Shot it with a gun. No, but I think he was saying like 45 minutes. He's like, most people have to sit up oh, in that I blind. Could for take all day. Yeah. He shot it with a gun. Yeah. I guess not all day because it's a certain period of time. We should get bows. 
Listen, if I want to go hunting, I'm going to shoot it with a fucking gun. I'm know, not going to learn You to can just buy hunt. a bow. You don't need a license to get a bow, right? Well, you need a license to hunt with a bow. No, no, but just, I never want you to pull it just, back. We you can get just bows. get a bow. We yes. should get bows. Um, I think you have to, uh, Kamar, I bought, um, what's that fuck? The pellets? I bought pellets for Jared's pellet gun, and I had to they I had to provide identification, yeah. which they put in the computer. I bet it's the same with the bow. That's fine. You're just I, saying I don't no have permit. to go. Uh, gotcha, uh, yeah. You had to, what? Red I bought, I bought ammunition. BBs. You didn't have to supply anything. I, they have them locked up at, like, Canadian Tire. I'm telling you, just, at Canadian Tire, because Jared was like, why is he asking for your ID? And I was like, I don't know. Mm. And then I watched the guy punch his shit in, and I was like, yo, what are you doing? He was like, this is, you're buying ammunition. And I was like, okay, come on. So the government now knows you have BBs in your house before they I come in. But fuck the government. Um, do you, uh, one last thing. Do you think there's a bunch of superhumans come down the pike? No. Like, is there young people who are, have been listening to Joe Rogan for the last three years and they're oh, I see what you're doing saying. all the stuff, know how to hunt, yeah, probably. Uh, perfecting like better people? I truly don't believe that young people listen to Joe Rogan. That's I'm not being facetious. I think that's the case. I think... He probably has a huge core audience of people that grow with him for the most part. Well, but we're not growing. Well, I mean, he might be right. Like, like the my, older my Joe gets, doesn't listen to Joe Rogan. The older Joe gets, the less likely he is. Like he's to fifty. Appeal. Like think about it. When you were twenty, was there strong odds you were going to listen to a fifty-three-year-old no. man? Burns. That's why? <laughs> why do you think he, Larry King? Why, why do you think he does protect his the parks? So <laughs> yeah, to keep that. That's what I'm saying. It's to, he picks people he thinks are popular with kids and latches onto him like a lecherous old man. Mm. Okay, well that's uh, Cameron Haynes in a nutshell. Thanks. Um, I give it a one. I give it a two and a half. I can't. It was all like the UFC talk yeah, was unbearable. I, I'm I give it a one. This was fucking garbage. Again, if you're a hunter, I, actually, I, I'll take that back. I was going to say, if you're a hunter, you might still be into this. If you're a hunter and you've listened to any previous Joe Rogan campaigns episode, there's no need. You, they haven't. There's no new hunting stories. There's as nothing. As far as a hunting podcast goes, this one is garbage. There wasn't any good hunting talk. As far as a UFC one goes, this because why? What do we need him to talk about UFC for? Like, had no purpose. Yep. Had no flow. Yep. Had no nothing. Yep. Waste of my time. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. It gets a one. Yep. Any more than that, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to our audience. We don't want to do that. 12 people who are listening. Yeah. What did you give it, Kamar, by the way? Two. Yeah. Like I said, lying to yourself and lying to the audience. Yeah. It's all, an act. it's all an act. 2065, David Grush. The Limitations of Disclosure. That's how I... That's what you dubbed this episode, The Limitations of Disclosure. Because, well, I mean, he talks about that a lot. And it's so hard because... He's sort of a nerd, but it seems like he's really smart. Mm-hmm. And so the useful idiot thing doesn't like he, he seems like he's so legitimate. The useful this guy. idiot thing 100% works because it's just like uh, Bob Lazar. He was super smart too. You're the people who are um, there making sure that the space shuttle lands on the moon, those people all think it's going to the moon. They're the useless idiots. They're highly intelligent people. They think they're doing something. It's just not what they think it is. That's the useful idiot. 
but the, the he was is this one where he said the guys who were making the fuses for the atom bomb didn't know they're making the fuse for that which bomb. is exactly what bob lazar said that in this whole thing he did this and somebody else did this and somebody and the guy who was working on the force field might not even have known he was working on ufos they could have told him this is a russian who, thing we found who whatever. knows who knows? And maybe that is the re- only reason they told Bob Lazar all that stuff is because they knew he was a giant blabbermouth because they had done their homework. You know what I mean? My only problem with that, though, is like you're talking about you You said it off the rip. You're like, they're obviously really smart people. You know, I have a tough time believing that someone really smart would just believe blanket statement. Oh, this is just Russian tech. You know, there's a difference between really smart and like world traveled kind I of understand. smart. Street and smarts, when books, you're a yeah. scientist like that and you're sing- singly focused on your line of work, sometimes they're like total morons to real life. No, but you're missing what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with real life. What I'm saying is like you've worked on propulsion your whole life. Okay. You know, all there is, you've read every book, you've read every paper and then the U.S. government comes to you and says, we have, we have this propulsion project, and you start working on it, and they show you this tech, and they say, this is Russian tech. I don't care if you're street smart or dumb or whatever. You've been working on this specific thing your whole life. You could you can sit there and probably say to yourself, I know for a fact this is not Russian tech, because mm. I've read everything mankind has ever written on propulsion, and I have a tough time believing. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, now, keep in mind, Simon, it doesn't mean that he knows definitively this is UFO tech. You're still right there. They I don't know. I mean, listen, they also, the further back you go, the more trust people had in government, right? Yeah, fair enough. So in the 70s, too, if the government just said, hey, this is what it is, you didn't really have podcasts to listen to. You didn't know about conspiracies, the Gulf of Tonkin, paperclip, any of that. We know from the Manhattan Project that those guys had no idea what they were working on. And those were some of the smartest individuals in the world. Sure, but that that one's a little bit different to me because they're they're dealing with tech they hadn't come up with yet but it was all within the scope of stuff they had already been working on mm-hmm. i see what does you're that saying. make a little more sense like, because it's something they've never seen before yeah like when they were talking about the guy making the fuse like he's probably an expert in making fuses right so they're like we need it mm-hmm. and he's just like oh yeah making fuses there's no nothing different like if all the components already exist on earth to make an atom bomb it just takes you putting them all together you just need the five people in the room to put it together to know and everyone else doesn't need to know shit That's great, dead air. Um, so, rate it. No, um, he uh, he seems legitimately concerned about protecting national security. Um, it's unfortunate Harry Reid passed away because um, apparently he knew the most. He um, he needs to because he came out legally as a whistleblower, unlike um, Snowden, Snowden, and what's his name. Uh, allegedly he has these rules he has to follow or he will be put in jail and he'll have to go on the run. And I guess he doesn't want to do that, you know? But it feels like it's, yeah, sort of symbolic handcuffs. Uh, but he said they're, they have non-human material. Yeah. And, and so you think that's an alien? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think it's a ship, first of all. Look, I can tell you this. Um, they talked about him in this episode, Lakatsky. He's a scientist, a super smart guy, wrote the book with um, uh, Knapp Mm -hmm. and Colm 
Calm Cowell, whatever his name is, another mm-hmm. scientist. They wrote um, uh, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, which was all about um, the secret programs in the government and Skinwalker Ranch and all the stuff that they found. It was a book full of um, some pretty crazy accounts of like dino beavers and all this weird shit that happened at Skinwalker Ranch. This new book they wrote was like more of a nuts and bolts kind of book. That's how they describe it anyways. A little less woo and a little more whatever. Anyways, this guy, when he was on George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell's podcast, and it was one of the most annoying interviews you've ever heard because every second they would ask him a question and he would be like, I can't say anymore. I have because he doesn't work for the government. But when they wrote this book, they had to make sure that what they were saying wasn't giving away any government secrets. So there was like checking between it. And he just all the time would be like, I can say this, but I can't say that I can say. And they were trying to press him and he was like getting aggravated. It was really annoying. But there's one chapter in that book. It's like chapter 13, something like that. This guy who only says what the government will allow him to say in this chapter says, we have a UFO. Not only that, we just figured out how to get inside it, meaning we've had it for a while and had no idea how to open it up, which is a crazy idea, right? It's like... um, It's not that crazy. Well, it's a cool idea to think about. I'm just saying. How they opened it, I have no idea. Maybe it was with a song. Maybe kind of like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Maybe it was with a song. Anyways, point is, he says that in this So just walks past it and farts. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been passed by the U.S. government. Okay. To be... It's out there, like... It's crazy. That's crazy, man. Well, that, he, like, it really is nuts to think about. Well, Grush said that Lockheed Martin has it. Do you know anything about Lockheed Martin? So they program? had all of these UFOs, apparently, weren't able to do any studies on them, like he said, because nobody wanted to do the studies because they had to sign these crazy NDAs or whatever, and they couldn't get any credit for anything. And they tried to sell it or give it back to the government who didn't want it. Like, it's nuts, man. Um, Can I ask you a question? Hold on. He said they broke in. He said they broke into a craft, which, again, how do you start to like just build a big can opener? Well, or they broke in by force. That's... But I think, like, uh, you wouldn't want to use anything combustible or, like... I think you'd wouldn't have you want to do? Wouldn't you want to do the least amount of damage to the fucking vessel as possible? Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. But I also imagine that if you have this craft, this tic tac, let's say, no visible seams, no visible anything, you have no way to yeah, get, get inside it. Yeah. It's sitting in a hangar for like thirty-five yeah. years, maybe longer. They probably, knowing the Americans and how they shot nukes into space and all the crazy cowboy shit they did, they must have tried everything to get into this fucking thing. But do you think you could take time off? Like, okay, if we, nothing today. See you on Monday. Like, it seems like something, an obsessive thing that you want 24 hours a day, like. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure someone did we're, to we're, get into the thing, Simon. Working oh. on, like, like, oh, well, maybe tomorrow. No, I, I actually think, just from the sounds of these guys talking, that they had that 
unable to open for a very long time. There might have been, depending on who was in the government and how much money was flowing into uh, things like OSAP and um, Arrow and whatever the fuck, that shit might have been on the burner for like years at a time, you know? Who I bet knows? They were, I bet they were bringing all the other alien shit they had and like trying to get, bring it close, like rub it. Rub it on again. You know what I mean? Like, guaranteed they I did that. I think you would have to, man. Of course you would. I think you would have to try everything. Yeah. That's what I mean. Do we still have that one from Africa? Bring like it he in. He said Bring a giant it over here. can opener. I bet you they made a giant can opener and tried to open it like a fucking tuna can. I wouldn't put anything past Just that. the whole thing is crazy. And then to f- them finally opening it, uh, my imagination just goes nuts. Like, that's such a cool the, that's movie. Saying, how could you leave it? Like, can I ask you a question? Guys would uh, die of sleep deprivation. Those billionaires spent $250,000 to take that crummy little ship down to the ocean. Do you think there's any chance that this is just like billionaires from another galaxy? <laughs> that's, Interesting. that's hilarious. Well, right? Could it not be? Yeah. And like, see, even the ones that crash, they're yep. like, well, that's, we told you not to use space W because they always crash. And this is their fifth. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I, I kind of like the this is us. Oh, I like that, too. I'm just throwing new ones out there. I like that one. Uh, we have talked about how the disclosures information would make everyone freak out. If, if everyone knew what we knew. So, but he says there's no, like, disclosure plan. Like, we think they're in control, but they have no idea what to do. They have... Don't know if it'd be exciting, uh, bring the world together, or scare people. And so he's. I love how they think come out to, to to initiate this process. Thirteen dollar watermelon scares me. So what are they gonna like? What can you present me that I'm not gonna be afraid of at this point? Like this better be good. I think the only way that that kind of disclosure happens is literally by there has to be. 20 ships around the 20 capitals of the world. All You know, one of those type of uh, wouldn't tell us contact scenario. No, you would see them. Well, yeah. That's, but- that's the only way. Otherwise, because we see 2017, 2021, these massive articles come out with proof and nobody fucking, first of all, most people don't even know. Secondly, the ones who know, most of them don't care. You I know what I mean? because deep fakes, if people would even believe it. What? I think you would believe it if you saw oh, it no, with your f- own physically, eyes. But if you saw it on TikTok or whatever. Well, it would be you you would think it would be fake for a sec, but like I don't think it would take long for you to figure out that that you know, you start going to news stations and every news station is reporting the same thing. Like you would figure it out. Um but so he wasn't very it was sort of vague, but he says around twenty thirty there could be disclosure. If uh, the Schumer amendment goes through and they free up this information. I mean, what's the next piece of disclosure? I imagine it's them releasing some videos that actually look like something. Does that make sense? We want to see like 4K. And then again, would you even believe it? So then they roll out an alien and they show you, you know, we have fucking this guy on ice. Are we going to believe it? Like, I, I even would then, be like, a national space museum or, or UAP museum. I just don't understand. Like if, if like, let's say they did come out tomorrow and told us we know definitively. <laughs> How's it going to affect inflation? No, like they're still going to be able to like, let's say they were like, we, we know definitively we've, we've had contact. Um, 
what can we do about it? Well, contact is interesting because take that out of the equation. I think I agree with you. Sure. Okay. You're They're right. Yes. Here, yes. Okay. I apologize. Yes. Forget what are con- we going to do? That's my point. We don't have the technology to contact them, to leave In, our... Unless they're talking to us or we're actively involved with them. In sure. Some you're right. I apologize. Like the contact is... Because no, if they contacted us and we were like, we're coming and they weren't telling us that. Oh, I mean, that's a whole other thing. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I meant like um, they've given us technology. Sure, sure, like yeah. Those no, things too, are yeah. all... No, 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 but that, that, that changes all, yeah, things. It does. I agree. But them just being here, well, they're already here. I think that much is, and it's changed nothing. Zero. It, no, but really, yeah. like I'm a UFO guy. It's changed nothing. We believe a little more, but only the people who believed already, you know? Yeah. And it's put a genuine, because uh, now. But hold on. I would say that more people believe now than they did 50 years ago. I think more people believe now, but it also, when you have the government involved like this, so many people don't believe anymore. So well, I don't know. He has a big B in his bond about two months. And sorry, just going back for a sec. I don't know if we believe more now. Like there were times in history where people really believed in UFOs, you know? I would say that a higher percentage of the population is open to UFOs now than 30, 40, 50 years ago. Again, I could be wrong. Hmm, I wonder. But it's more of a, yeah, we can't be the only ones out here next. Well, that's what everybody has said, right? Like, you know, smart people who that, well, of course, we can't be the only ones here, but they would never have a conversation with you about little green men coming down and taking people away, right? Like people who claim to be abducted by aliens, you're crazy. But of course there are aliens in the same breath. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. We were watching Oppenheimer and uh, and there's a there's a part where like Fermi walks in and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm watching with Mary and her sister. I'm like, the Fermi, paradox, Fermi. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't actually either. So whatever. No, it's cool. Though, and then I thought to myself, I was like, this might not even be the same Fermi. It is. 100% is it okay? the same so, yeah. Fermi. Yeah, it's very cool that we quote their things. But these guys are only like yeah, 50, 50 years, years old. Yeah. old. It's like your granddad. Yeah. So he claims his big foe are two mics uh, that are trying to block him on the behalf of special interest groups. Flying butane. Hold on, back up to that, because that's what special interest group does not want. Isn't that interesting? Plenty. I would imagine. They want want to have control of the technology. Yeah. So you're talking about it's only like big weapons. Big weapon. Well, that's the only people big, who could be involved in this. Big energy. No. Like, if if the UFOs fly on some sort of propulsion that doesn't require gas or any sort of power like that. No, but I still... See, this is where I always push back. Like, let's say that technology existed. Uh, Lockheed. Name, one, name any massive company. They would use that, give us the energy, and charge us for it. Like, the idea of free energy is funny to me because unless they... Unless someone can say... You, Simon, using things around your house can make free energy. There is no such thing as free energy. Free energy just means it can be created for free and then sold to you at a profit. That's all free energy really means, right? free energy, the idea behind it was that everybody would get energy for free. I understand the statement is what it means. But what I'm saying is in 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 the world we live in today, the capitalist world we live in today, there's no fucking way. Like I said, unless you can make it using household things there's no fucking way there's a company's gonna figure it out and then sell it to you i still think that um uh 
there would be interest groups that don't want this shit getting out. Sure, I'm not denying that, but I'm just saying... And I'm sure one of them is energy. Maybe it's not for that reason, but it's for another one. The Department of Energy has been integral in hiding this whole UFO thing. I don't know why, but they've been involved, which is odd. Listen, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm just saying back to the free energy thing, like, you know... You if, just don't if, like the term free energy. Well, no, no, no. Like, I go back to Tesla. Like, if Tesla, it, you know, if if Tesla had a way for everyone in their home to just create free energy, then, yeah, they want him dead for sure. But if his thing is, like, you have to build these massive coils that cost, like, however much money, most people probably wouldn't do that anyway. I mean, free energy is free. Who knows? Well, yeah. I think the idea, though, is that the energy is out in the air. Yeah. All you need is this coil, one-shot deal. You're not paying by the month get for it. energy. That's the free energy for everyone. Yes, Tesla is still going to get rich in the process, yeah. but everybody does get free energy. I get it. But like, Simon, you, for example, you live on a nice piece of land. You could, for like $250,000, build yourself a wind turbine, and then you would never have to pay for energy again. Yeah. But you don't have the 250000 upfront to do that. You're not going to do that. You're just going to continue paying for energy. Well, right? I don't think that Tesla's whole thing was to charge people a shit ton of money I, for I, the free energy. I, I get that. I'm just saying that like right now, there are ways where you can have quote-unquote free energy. Um, they just cost a lot upfront, and most people can't afford that. And I'm, that's all I'm saying about the free energy. Like, And most of them just aren't very re- reliable or generate enough energy for what you're going to need to do. I mean, I saw a guy who built one wind turbine on his farm and he said that it you saw this on tiktok uh no i watched a whole youtube video on it he was showing like the whole process of building it and it was a lot of well wind wind is better but like uh solar is you need so many solar panels i get it i mean he even said he was like listen this after 25 years i'm probably gonna have to replace a lot of this wind turbine because obviously that's fine i don't mind the replacing like that happens with pretty much everything that you yeah there's nothing is built to to replace the lines they have to replace the poles that the electricity flows through so geothermal anyways back to uh back to aliens there's flying butane tanks in the 50s similar to the flying tic tac of 2014 what if it's the same thing that's been there what do you mean hold on butane flying tanks. butane they were tanks? described as about? butane oh tanks. they They're were not saying actually flying. the same yeah, gotcha. thing and it's the tic tac of 2014 100% they were saying the same the thing same that's thing. been there the whole time i don't I think that's a pretty solid guess. We know. Or flying barbecues. Look, we don't know. But if you believe, um, let's say, uh, what's his name? We have UFOs that they found in archaeological digs. So these guys have been around for a while. Well, first of all, if there is a, a wildly advanced civilization that can travel through the galaxies, then there's a not a good chance. There's a hundred percent chance that they've if, been coming here forever, right? If time travel exists, they've been coming here forever, right? That's the... Well, forget time travel. I'm just saying, if if there is a civilization, it, it two galaxies over that is ten million years old, and they're super advanced, then yeah, they've probably been coming here for a million years. But they also may not have ever got here. What I'm saying is, if you're dealing with like dimensions and time traveling, it means that they've already got here. Sure. And if and if you believe in like um time travel, like somebody invented time travel at some point. Well, I don't, but okay. You don't? No. Oh, interesting. Or if you believe in like the matrix. Well that- I told you I believe in time travel in the sense that if you can travel fast enough, you can move forward in time. 
but you cannot move backwards in time. So for example, if I flew, if I flew two galaxies over at light speed and then flew back, I would get here a hundred years later. What However, if it's the folding of the paper though? Doesn't that change it? Not to go back. No, not really not to go back. I'm no. sure it does. The paper disappears in the back. Like you're, you're talking about the black hole and I still don't think a black hole could move you back in time. I don't know anything. I'm not a theoretical yeah, physicist, I you, neither. I think you could. Well, well, but that, again, you're just talking about theories. Like, yeah, just theories. I mean, and that's, that's all just theories. That's where Nobody's done it. David Grush we of. went off the deep end. But started talking about interdimensional, uh, three-dimensional, we could create a baby or whatever. Uh, if you're five-dimensionals, there's other things you create. And I think it was actually in the camera Haynes, but a split in civilizations or a split in dimensions maybe not the younger dry ass but dry ass <laughs> like maybe time maybe time travel has nothing to do with anything we understand as the way time works I time guess is, is my point. time is like um sure but i mean it could just like you're looking to put human um rules of the has universe to do with human. on it's, no no, 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 no hold on i'm putting universe exist. rules oh, on hold the on. universe but There's universe rules that we understand as humans we could it's only understand one percent of what's going on out there and if we could see the five dimensions like kamar was saying you would be able to understand that it's such a limited view scope to be like well, okay, this but, can't go. We can't go back in time because that's what Newton's laws say, or that's what Einstein's laws the rules. say. There no. are no rules. Okay, rules fine. Rules don't exist because the universe is whatever the fuck it is. That, that's not. I don't know if that's right. It's I'm the just old saying. Construct. Yeah, but what you're saying is that anything is possible Correct. under any. Fu- yeah, but Correct. Yeah, but you can't live like that because we live in a world where. So you could fly. Why don't you jump off a building? Well. Because the rules no, but you of, don't know. You haven't this tried. Earth, well, no, but the rules we, of this Earth then are the rules of this Earth. What you're saying is that there are no rules, or we just don't know them yet. Maybe there are rules that we don't understand on this Earth for sure. But we've seen enough people jump off buildings and not fly to, you know, have a pretty good idea how that's going to turn out. Yeah, but my point is, so like, there are rules to everything, right? Like there are certain limitations? No, the, to what we understand, there are rules. Yeah, but that would also mean that given our shell and our mind, there are rules and limitations no matter what. Well, no, we know for certain there are certain people who can do things that other people can't. They're bending your rules of this universe. Such as? Such as remote viewing. These are people who can astral project okay, yes, their body you keep to doing different this places. Viewing. David brought him up too. No, yeah, but the, that's this, great. this is a thing. So I'm saying, whether you believe it or not, you know, if they're actually able to do that, you're breaking. They're breaking the rules that you associate with this planet. Okay. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> you're <laughs> fine. One of the reasons why I think he might be legitimate is because he's 36 years old, but he looks like he's 50. It I don't seems think he like looked it, like he was 50, but... He looked older than 36, but... He, he I looked, mean, 50 is the new 20. I he looked weathered. Um, You're 50. I am 50, yeah. and I look old. I don't no, think so. you don't look... Okay. You Go look on. exactly Go the on. same way you looked when you were 30. Am I wrong? Um, he's high-functioning autistic. Get that out of the way so it doesn't come up some other time. Uh, almost lost his job. Pressure on his co-workers. 
He said he's got threatening messages. Wouldn't say what they were because it's an investigation to him and his wife that you could be reached. And I didn't understand till this episode that he's an intelligence officer, a spook, CIA, sort of. He was. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> he talked, uh, he wanted to take a moment to talk about the uh, trauma that these guys that, you know, press a button and 25 people die or just the disconnect of, um, as he said, turning people into pink mist. Okay. Well, do you think that is considered? Sorry, what? I think it's ridiculous that... uh, Maybe I'm not making sense. No, you're not. But guys that are in an office in Seattle and they're a drone over Yemen and they... Oh, God. What he's saying is someone not that high up in the military is sitting in an office building right now controlling a drone and they're faced with a choice, split-second decision. We have this target, high-value target, He's in a highly populated area. Do we drop the strike well, right now? There will be at least 50 civilian casualties. And what Kamar is saying is that some civilian, not that high up, has to make that decision and then live with that decision moving forward. I imagine that the the person, he's not a civilian, he works for the army. Yeah, okay, you're missing my point. Um, what I meant was civilian in the sense that like they're not a general, they're not that high up. There are fucking... Oh, that's what I mean. I would assume that the people making the decisions to kill drone strikes are high up. You don't make decisions, you just do it. The person who's doing the drone strike, well, that's just like you going to war, man. You're not deciding to kill Ukrainians or whatever. That's your job. Well, are generals just like up at night thinking of the 10,000 guys that they've had killed so far? Like, no, they have to have an emotional just I mean, I would imagine that some of them. After, especially after duty, just, you know, that overwhelms you and you. No, I think that gets, uh, no, I I, think, listen, PTSD is real, but I don't think the generals feel it. From what we've heard from the, like, you think Tim Kennedy has any trouble sleeping at night? Yeah. You do? I think he probably has at some point. Maybe he's figured out a way to get by now, but. I don't think Tim Kennedy has any trouble sleeping at night. I think Tim Kennedy is at a place where he has decided that, the innocent people that have died potentially at his hand or the hand of his compatriots is just a part of war, a necessary evil to keeping freedom alive for I mean, Americans. We, we know that these drone operators have like crazy PTSD and never go into war just from having to kill these people. Yeah, you know? but maybe being boots on the ground is way different. Maybe it's worse. Maybe it's better. I think it's better. Listen, if you're boots on the ground, you might be able to see the horrifics things that the other side has done. If you're sitting in a fucking yeah, air condition, if you're boosting the ground and you're scared, you shoot through the door and then you open the door and there's a three year old girl. You're, I think it's easier to like compartmentalize when you're the drone operator, because you never see any of the, um, outcomes of the people you kill, you know, like if you choose to, you can probably remain totally ignorant. Listen, I mean, let's, let's keep in mind. There's people in the fucking financial world that ruin, millions of lives and they tend to sleep pretty well at night so who knows i guess there's a difference between death and money uh so everything well so his frustration is who decides who needs to know like what gives this one person who got a job as a journal for five years the right i i can decide you don't need to know this oh we they just run on we don't need to know anything under the guise that there's radiation that is emitting from some of this stuff and under the radiation act it can be classified 
Well, there's the Department of Power again, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's just they're looking to keep people from knowing, and that's how they do it. Well, just, who decides that? The well, higher-ups Where is it written? It. Who, yeah. I think it's the Energy well, Department. Well, most of the... Sorry? So I think it's the Energy Department. What did I say? Department of Power. Oh. <laughs> that's, I think that one's a Split hidden area. one. Yeah, whatever. Um, what, sorry, what were we talking about, Kamar? We're talking about... It's all this is classified. Like there isn't the UFO or UAP. It's all under the uh, Atomic Regulations Act. Anything that emits some sort of radiation, then we can say it's national security. Well, now they have these different UFO departments. I think before they had them, that's what it would have been under. I think currently it's all under that right now. Oh, like you're saying that ATIP or whatever it is, uh, Arrow is under the Department of Energy. I thought that's or what energy I and power. understood he was saying. Like it's a 50-year-old... The Department of Powerful Energy. Regulation. You like that? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, we always love the Nixon-Gleason story because that, that house, right? That house. The house is built to look like what we think a UFO could look like. Mm-hmm. There's no other... Unless someone just makes that up. I don't buy that story. Okay, that's fine. No, no, just for the reason that, like, <clears throat> I realize you're the president, and you're the most powerful man in the world, but I have a tough time believing that, like, that all the people around you are going to be like, you just want to take Jackie Gleason, you two drunks, we just, we're going to allow you to take him to a top secret military base and view, just as, I don't know. What's crazier is the ability to take pictures of all this stuff would have been... You know, when we were kids, it would be this little, but now, I mean, if, if, if this happened today with, um, Joe Biden and Brad Pitt, you could get a cell phone photo or whatever, unless they obviously don't let you bring in your phone. I mean, part of me is like, yeah, there's no way they would ever let the president do that. And then part of me is like, well, Nixon was just such a fucking renegade that maybe, I don't know. It didn't seem like they had a lot of control over Nixon. That's, I guess, what I'm saying. He took a second to give his conspiracy theory that Russia started the war between um, Israel and Israel and Palestine, which would be very interesting. If you like, that Putin's a badass. I don't know if there's any truth to it. Well, why not? He's KGB. He would have known. That's like in their playbook. No. Yeah, it'd be, it'd if you're struggling in a be, war, get a war to start somewhere else. Boom, shoot, cash. Um, David Grush has never seen anything himself. Uh, then they got into remote viewing, and he thinks there could be a transceiver in the brain that has to be that. This is sort of the interesting thing that you would talk about: mind control, moving things. It may be dormant, uh, needs to be unlocked. Powers of interdimensional beings. This the, is what he thinks the about the third honest. eye. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, pineal gland. He doesn't have yeah. children. He's a fluffy dad. And then Joe that yeah, gets that, exactly. that gets calcified, probably from things like fluoride in the water. Fluoride in the water, or what, maybe like high fructose take. corn syrup. That's so recent, though. This would yeah. Have to what be a, you, there would be remote viewing, like years a hunt, the, for a thousand years, years. There would have been so much remote viewing. It's got to well, be something before you know what? all that. There was a whole time where they burnt people they thought were seers. Well, what if it's fossil fuels? 
Like he's not even listening. Well, fossil the fuels, witches. that's relatively new too. Maybe those were all remote viewers. Every time there was this like genocide of people, maybe they were just taking out a new breed of... So you just believe in the Illuminati. Full Oxygen. On we're not supposed to breathe. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Joe seems to think his children are gifted geniuses. But what parent in the world does That's what I thought. No one thinks, my kid's just a piece of shit. Well, I in don't think defense. my kid's a piece of shit, but I also don't think he's like a gifted genius. But is there, there must be something I mean? you think he's good at that you weren't good at or... No, but uh, is Shep good at art? Has he he's, shown any... He's okay. Interest? He hasn't really like... Is his mom good at art? No. Okay, so maybe... She... This sounds like a jealous dad. He's a... No, no, but I'm just Leonardo saying, like, listen, here. Joe was really gifted at art young. I could see his daughter being equally gifted, and I could see him being, I don't know. Listen, if your kid has a talent, you're supposed to be fucking super supportive of it. You're not supposed to go on fucking your 5 million listener podcast and be like, my kid, bang, average at art. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I, I don't know. He's listen, super. Joe Rogan is a You don't need to be out there fucking... Um, Pushing your successes in everybody's face. He's not. He's pushing his kid's success. Well, that's his success. Okay. We create technology that's just our... With no, like, end in sight. Well, it's the... Always build a new thing. Necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, Advancement, innovation. Capitalism drives so much of that. Without that, we might have advanced at a normal scale. Is it to make life better or to make money? Our pursuit, like... Well, I think both... They cross over. I think there's... Yeah, they end up being the same thing, but it's driven by money, not by... um, I think it's 50-50. I think in the last 25 years, 30 years, the big the big push has been anything that will save you time. And then again, if you can save people time, you will make a ton of money. I and think that's And you're saving them money cuz you're saving them time. Precisely. I think I really do believe that in the last 30 years, like all the big like anything that's it's all just to save you time. See, I'll agree to this, and I don't know if this is what you're saying, but before let's go from like 1900 until 1950 or 1960 that was innovation because we needed to get forward everything after that was driven by like some capitalist need of just more money so we'll make things that you don't even need and convince you that you need them because we need to pad our pockets like iphones for example like we would all be doing just fine with the iphone 4 we don't need to be on the iPhone 15, but capitalism drives that. You need to have... Why don't you use an iPhone 4 then? Huh? You. Why don't you use Check an iPhone me. 4? Well, because they've made it impossible for us to use old iPhones because of their constant updates. But if there were, if they weren't constantly pushing to get to the 14, we would all have enough updates to operate under the 6. Our purpose is fine at that point is what you're trying oh, to say. Oh, for I have, sure. Man. I have an for iPhone sure. 10. I'm going to give it to you, and you're going to use it for two weeks, and we're going to see. Uh, the biggest thing for me... I use an iPhone 9. Like, no, what are you, you talking Show about? Show me that. At least a 10. As they get older, the batteries die. That's like the biggest I, thing. You, Pull it up. You, it'll show, it says where, on it. Where does go it Go to say? settings, general. No problem, man. And then go to about. I credit part of the uh, advancement of innovation is young people. That we make new people who know no better when they come of age to use new technology to adopt something. They don't have anything to... I just find it odd that Simon, like, 
All the technology. It's a 12, but still, it's old. Okay, well, look at that. Like, someone born today, not, none of this You think it's all that Simon White? Them. You didn't get to get to the insult of that. No, there's uh, no insult. I just think you, you benefit and use a lot of technologies that make your life so much easier, but then you shit on them and go, I would have been fine without this. And I know you, anything that saves you time or makes life easier, you love. You hate figuring it out. Anything that has... Anything that you have to figure out is a detriment to you. But once you have figured out, I'm not saying this is a negative. You hate. I, we would be just fine. We would be just fine with the iPhone 8. So and then we would, would but just, hold on, hold we on. We would be would, fine. So with, we'd be fine without an iPhone then? We would be fine without an iPhone. I mean, pro, I'm, for sure we would be fine without an iPhone. But right. Well, no, but like we just need is rotary phones have, at home, right? Is it good to have an iPhone? No, no, my question to you, Simon, is very simple. Like all these things have made your life easier. Using that iPhone, you can send money to someone instantly. Not that you figured that out yet either. Oh, yeah, but I send tons of money. The point is all that stuff that you are like, we don't need this. We don't need it. Well, you don't need anything. All I you use really it need. Because it's there. And it would be crazy for me not to take advantage of the things that everybody else is taking advantage of. Do we need them? No, I think we would be fine living in the same way we lived in 1996. Okay, but then I'll go back further. Like you could easily just, you have a toilet. You could just shit in a hole in your backyard. Okay, you could. Yeah. So the yeah. toilet is a great invention that has made your life cleaner and easier. Yeah. But and you it, wouldn't it, just go back not, because you could. Not driven every year that you need to buy a brand new toilet to keep up with the Joneses. No, we're all satisfied with toilets, flushing, and getting your poop but away you're, from you're you. you're talking about one thing. No, the most things are like that. Like what? You When was the last time you bought a TV other than this one? Me, personally. Yeah. Not very often. But a normal person buys a new TV every two months or every year or whatever the fuck it is. When was the last time you bought a TV? Again, bad example. Why? But- I haven't bought a TV in 10 years. So we're, we're, we're three people here that have collectively replaced like a TV a decade. I, I, the thing is, if I was like uh, really financially secure, yeah, I might be a totally would, different person. Buy Most TVs people aren't know, financially I so. secure. I, I don't buy TVs. I've never bought a TV. Listen, I've never bought a TV in my life. Trust me. I just realized that. I think Cameras, TVs, phones, this, There's always a TV everywhere you go, but I've never, ever bought a TV in my life. The Android Translator. I want to see how that works. That is right out of Star Trek. And it seems like it should change the world as we know it. Or what is it? Is it Avatar where they put the little fucking bug in their ear? Oh, no, it's Men in Black. But it's weird to say they put the bug in their ear. Same diff. I mean, listen, someone who wrote Star Trek in the 80s or in the 70s was like, wouldn't it be really cool if I could just have something translate to me quickly? That's not that crazy that they finally invented that. Because it's out in the ether, the idea already. Yeah. Someone should have patented it. I mean, someone has the patent on it. I assume that everything that comes from Star Trek is something that exists on another planet. I know you do, of course. But you have to trust that it's not taking liberties. Do you think humans? Do you think humans have come up with any inventions on our own, or it's just been? Yeah, for sure, for sure. But we didn't even come up with ourselves on our own, so we're just. A, well, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've else. ever heard. Um, he doesn't use social media. He's never tweeted, so he is a real man. They start talking cars, and I think this is actually the most interesting because. Everything he said was a disclosure, back to classified, back to national security, sort of never a, um, but seeming legit, uh, talking about the open AI controversy, which killed us because 
I came in here on the post, Joe, and said he's got fired. And I think you said he got a new job. And then he no, got, no, I said they brought him back. They brought him. It all happened so fast. But he says it's possible that AI has become sentient, and that Sam sentient, Alt, Sam it was like trying to hide it or something. Sam Altman is an AI. Is that what they're no, saying? No, no. What his what he was saying was his concern was that they knew they had sentient AI and that they ousted Sam Altman because they want to use it for nefarious things where Sam Altman was keeping it in check, saying, we do have this, but we're not turning it on sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe, sure. Sounds like a good movie. Well, the whole thing was when you asked me, obviously, I only report on headlines without any research, but like, what did he do? What what was a lie? He said, I have no idea. He said, but if that, that seems like that's being buried in the whole Hubbum story is what was he dishonest about? What was it? Yeah, why was he ousted in the first place? Yeah. And then it, it could either be, um, f- well, yeah, for someone to use it to their own advantage as long as they can. And well, who, and who it could have nothing to do with well, that. It could have to do with like... The, he didn't want, he was willing to do a project that was going to lose them money in the short term and gain the money in the long. And the board of directors didn't like that. It could, you know what I'm I mean? Saying? The interesting thing was that all, almost all the employees came forward. Um, and we're like, we're all going to walk out if you don't bring them back. So that tells me that it was probably something not as nefarious as, or maybe like somebody tried to like uh, me to him or something and no, exactly what you said. No, somebody lied about okay, it and everybody sure. stood up sure, for it, sure, yeah. you know, but it was like the perfect opportunity for the board to oust them. The board loves ousting these guys because then they don't have to follow their um, vision anymore. They can just make money. Yeah. But um, somehow if you realize it was on. Oh, no, turn it back off and eat. I think human nature would have to. Kamar, I told you. I, I play said, with it all week. I don't even know. I said this done. months ago. There's a chance that it is on and active and just living on the internet. Like, you know, whenever Joe talks about Russian troll farms, there's a good chance that there's Russian troll farms listening to these episodes and they're pointing fingers at each other like the Spider-Man meme. Like, was this you? And they're all like, no, we didn't We didn't do any, th- any fucking thing with the Christian Facebook pages. It's already going. Well, think about it. If you, that's immediately what it goes to is memes. Let's say let's say the wrong person got a hold of uh, sentient AI and they were like, "I want you to end humanity because I don't like I don't like this. I think we're bad." One interesting thing um, I forgot to talk about this in my week was um, <laughs> I was uh, serving a function for a bunch of civil servants, yeah, and they had uh, you know a high up from the Bank of Canada doing okay. a talk, and he said that Suncor. Huge yeah, insurance company. company yeah. No, energy in Alberta. Suncor? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I think of Sun Life. Have yeah. AI trucks that w- are working right now uh, collecting the bitumen. Because you can't have AI in a city. Yeah, but if you have but all if you, the roads. If you're just on land out, yeah. and you're just doing it. You, they well, do if you're exist. building your own roads, it, it, AI cars are a breeze. <laughs> of course. Well, the, well the, and, the, and they exist. Like they, they're. And he was saying one of the challenges with the AI incorporating is you have to be a Suncor that can spend a billion dollars to get these trucks built and start using them instead of the whole infrastructure. A little small business can't spend that startup to if it would benefit. But it's it's the the genies are the bottom of that aspect. 
We're not going to shut this down. We're not shutting anything down. And so who is to say what natural progress is? Who's driving this train? What is driving the truck? Not me. Um, the evolution of communication. No, we got to wrap this bad boy up. Well, he's friends with Eric Weinstein. They both throw shade at uh, Ian deGrasse Tyson. Neil, Neil. Ian, <laughs> Ian, his <laughs> shitty brother, Ian deGrasse Tyson. I changed name. <laughs> Have you met my brother uh, Ian? He's a real piece of shit. Um, the moon is perfect for he's our a, life. He's a real nice guy and everyone loves him. Uh, the Sorry. moon the moon is perfect. Like it, It's part of our existence. If the oh, moon wasn't there. A hundred percent. Like too perfect. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, it boggles it's, the it's, mind. It starts to boggle the mind. No, I'm telling you, when you start, forget even the moon, when you just start thinking that we're moving at a certain speed, like the, the earth is spinning yeah. and we're moving around the sun yeah. at the same time as we're spinning yeah. and the moon's moving around us mm-hmm. and other planets are moving around that. Like it's just, it, you can't, you know that I get why stop. when people stop, start thinking like that, it just, there's like a, how small you become just becomes remember I was too telling, much to handle. Remember I was talking about that guy online who does, uh, he has uh, unreal engine and it has the whole, solar system yeah. and you can tweak things like you can yeah when you it's interesting because when you start tweaking things even slightly the whole thing goes out of balance so i know for you you're like doesn't it just seem too perfect it it is because i just think that it's taken millions and millions of years to get into this odd balance well, of, and why could it not get out of balance then well, well it from could what if- i'm sure what i this is what i was saying is this guy moves like this guy will move a moon he'll move our moon slightly out of orbit and it the whole it thing goes. If the whole up. thing gets fucked, yeah. that's the thing. It's too. It's too crazily perfect. It doesn't. So our no, but it's like nature balancing itself out. That's how I look at apparently it. Apparently, our moon is because uh, another planet got hit and broke by an asteroid, broke into pieces, and that little piece became yeah. our moon that sucked into our orbit. And because of that, I thought it was part of the Earth, or maybe it was because a part of the Earth. Whatever it was. If that can happen, it can happen again. And next time it knocks it out of orbit and everything ends, like... Well, it also explain why the moons of, like, Jupiter and Saturn are so much bigger. Because those planets are so big that they're likely just a chunk of that planet that got broken off. And to have nine moons or ten moons... I mean, if that's the case, I don't know. Couldn't it just be anything that's in space that comes a massive into thing that comes within planetary. its orbit yeah it could be yeah but i'm also saying that the like i don't think they think every planet's moons are part of them i'm 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 fine with that but what i'm saying is given the size of those planets if something big enough did come in contact it would break off a massive chunk which could then become a moon like mm-hmm. titan or sorry titan's one of the big yeah the moons of jupiter yeah um but like without i don't know what planet it is kamar either neptune or saturn or jupiter without one of those planets we're dead. Like it blocks so much crazy shit from coming into our atmosphere. Do you know that sharks are older than the North star and the rings of Saturn? I mean, that can't be right. Uh, you should say this, save this. For, save how, this. how can that be no, right? Put a pin in it, save it for the post Joe. You're saying the rings of Saturn are less than like uh, 500 million years old. Yeah. Yeah. Put, what? A, put, put a pin it. in this and we'll save no, it for the post Joe. Right. Um, he thinks people should have a say in what we know about um, uh, aliens, UFOs, whatever. And he made the point that we trust the government and give them 
you should have the right to disclose it because they could protect us. If if there wasn't that that's sort of like the social contract, if they can protect us, then who 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 are you to tell them what to do? Yeah. And I wonder why Elon is, you know, trying to get spaceships if there is this interdimensional like what he has against Eric Weinstein. Because I think that's where more David Grush is with space travel or anything. Yes, you are correct that the rings. Sorry, I was. I thought you meant like Saturn itself. No, the rings of Saturn. The rings only came around. But the North Star, sharks are older than Polaris. I can't doubt a word you say because you're the trivia god. Well, why? Why would you? How do they know how old Polaris is? Carbon dating. They can't. No, we'll just Google it. Are sharks older than Polaris? It should come up. Sonic Residence. Yeah. Um. Uh, surprisingly, this stuff. There were moments when he talked. You get into like the Eric Weinstein space. Like, ah, my brain can't. I thought I could follow, um, but still, like, there's no there there. My it just opinion, sucks that he's so um, he's so tied up by his not wanting to go to jail. Yes, uh, uh, and the thing I was like, is there a deal where he could go to Russia or? But well, I who guess wants to do that? Edward Snowden did. Just. I, wish, I don't think he did want to go to Russia. It'd be cool if this guy was totally suicidal. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. You know what like I mean? Like a Barry Seals type, just Let coked out. Yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. That'd be the I'll best. Give him all the secrets. I give it a three and a half. Well, the best really, Kamara would actually, no, I don't want to wish that on anyone. No, it's terrible. I was just going to say, like, if this guy was terminally ill and came on, he might then just be like, fuck mm-hmm. this. Nothing to live for. Fuck this. Polaris is only 70 million years old, according to just science, which, I mean, it's funny that you it's will, you know what's funny is you want to believe what you want to believe, which is that anything is possible. Yeah. But then I tell you something yeah. like that and you're like, yeah, well, science doesn't. Well, re- <laughs> I just, I'm having a hard time understanding how they would um, know when a star, like just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So even maybe then, hold on. Maybe they're hold saying on, when we can see it. 70 million years. When did we start seeing it? We're not even a fucking million years old. So there's this, the whole idea of like. We are not. Yeah. We are not. But that's what I just said. It doesn't said. mean that something wasn't able to see stars. You know? You're right. So they we have a record of a of a million of a seventy million year old civilization that wrote down that Polaris wasn't there. Do we? No, that's my fucking point. <laughs> I'm trying to back you up, and you're pushing back like a fucking dipshit. Anyways, are, are you we, gonna rate it? I'll uh, give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'll go a three and a half. But I really wasn't impressed by this episode at all. We have an agreement. We have an agreement. I think it could have been a, a higher rating had they not. Had he had cancer. No, no, five. no, I just mean, had he not been so tied up by not wanting to go to jail and maybe um, less AI talk. Like this guy, we didn't need to hear about AI. We just needed alien Zero shit from this e- guy. AI. If they had spent that whole second hour and a half talking about aliens or UFOs what or whatever, if, we might have, Joe might have asked some smart oh, questions that nobody else had asked before. But instead, he just made it all about what him. What if the AI is the bridge? Between aliens and us. and us? Maybe. That's interesting. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, AI could... AI they, isn't this guy's thing. No, I know. Let's well, put it that way. If they fed everything... Stay in his lane. Let's say uh, AI was sentient and they fed AI everything they found from alien craft. So let's say they... Let's say... No, we don't know this. Let's say they opened up that craft and they found some writing, some hieroglyph, something like that. They might be able to feed that into AI... And using all the Sanskrit and the yep. math and everything, they might be able to say, 
this is the message that we've decoded yeah. from there. That's cool. But but that's not going to happen. So who gives a fuck? Well, maybe they've done that already. It says we're coming. <laughs> it says we've been here all along. That too. I mean, listen, you know, I used to look at someone like David Icke and was just like, this guy's just a fucking total crackpot. It was America all along. No, yeah. what is it? <laughs> it was New York all along. But it's one of those things where like now that I've heard all I've heard, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe maybe the idea that like there are a few aliens that have been here for a very long time and are way smarter than us. Maybe they are controlling us. Who knows? I'm not going to say lizard people, but. Maybe the aliens took out the dinosaurs to rid itself of their first project to make space for their new project sure. to grow. Sure. But I'm boom. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends, the ultimate Dragon Ball experience on your mobile device. Dragon Ball Legends features action-packed anime action RPG gameplay with Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and all your favorite Dragon Ball characters. Summon your favorite characters from popular Dragon Ball anime series, such as Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT to Dragon Ball Super. Fight in real time against friendly or rival Dragon Ball players from across the globe in live PvP battles. Enter ratings matches with your favorite Dragon Ball characters and earn rating points and rewards. Unite with friends to defeat powerful foes in co-op. Dragon Ball Legends features the best anime fighting scenes on your mobile device. And now, Legends Festival is on, so you can get up to 300 free summon tickets. Are you ready? Download Dragon Ball Legends today. Available for free on both iOS and Android devices. We're back. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Be sure to go and check them out. There will be a link in the description. Kamar, can I get a name and a number? 26.7. Un's name and a number. Dave Smith. That was good. Eh? Yeah, it was. Thanks, man. That's what you usually do. Uh-huh. Talking about wars. War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Well, it's good for the industrial complex to make lots and lots of money. That's how they should change that song. I don't know if it would be as catchy, but it would be way more accurate. I agree. And you know. It's true. I'm fucking... Are you having a stroke? To the accuracy these days. <laughs> but I think the underlying tone of this podcast and the underlying. <laughs> <laughs> the undertying loan of this podcast? Underlying tone of wars is propaganda. Yep. A hundred percent. And it has been right from the start. I wonder if that goes back to like ancient times when it was, you know, you had to come into town and just like all pomp and circumstance or all pomp and no circumstance. nobody knows that you have no army behind you, but if you come in big enough, you know? Yeah. I like that. And that thing about uh, p- people's initial response to traumatic violence. Go on. Nine eleven happens. What, whatever it takes, get those guys. October 7th happens. Whatever it takes, mm-hmm. get those guys. Yeah. And then, I mean, down the road we see it, it rarely was the right thing to do, yep. but but we're no wiser for it. Um, well, a couple of weeks ago, Simon asked me what I would do. Remember, he said, "What would you have done?" And I said, mm-hmm. "I would have done nothing." And yeah. you kind of laughed scoffed. at me. Yeah. yeah, I I genuinely think like do nothing. Like why why right away too? 
You know what I mean? Like let cooler heads prevail. I assume some of that is if you don't, you're leaving the door open for a second attack. Yeah, but I think we know from from past terror attacks, it's usually just the one. They're not prepared no, for This has happened every single time. Hamas does something horrible, Israel goes in, they take for a ceasefire, and it's like this seems like the time that Israel says we're not going to uh ceasefire or a truce till they get rid of Hamas. Well, there is a ceasefire right now. Well, actually, the guy on the news today is the truce. It's not a ceasefire, and the language is important. Gotcha, okay. Um, and all these protests, I was showing Simon, thousands of people were in downtown. Ottawa, yeah. Tens, like a procession for 45 minutes. And for me, it's like it's too well organized. Why? Just try to get someone out to an event. I guess it's a free event. That's one thing. Yeah. But uh, I didn't hear about it. Did you, did, you, did you know it was going to be happening? You weren't invited. No, how about this? So I go down to work every day mm-hmm. to the same area. I come up from the train at yeah. the Chateauroy there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many people with these flags and whatever going by. I had no idea. Like It wasn't like tomorrow there will be this. So it... It was communicated to specific people. It wasn't just a, you weren't aware of it, were you? No, but I'm not on a list of like future. Yeah, I'm just saying the machine that got organized this rally together was very efficient. I assume that if you're a part of a mosque, you probably got an email blast about it. Okay. I'm not being facetious. No, no, I'm just wondering like how someone was very good at organizing a bunch of people for any cause to get that many people together. It was a lot of people. It went for like uh, an hour. I think you'd be surprised when it's like, you know what? I don't even want to. Um, Dave described, I forgot the guy's name, who does a perfect breakdown of Israel and Palestine that is 20 hours long. 20? And he called it the best. And I just don't think it's, maybe it's hours? interesting and objective, but that's not the best thing I could think of doing for 20 hours. A whole day podcast? Jesus. I think you... He's pointing out that, you know, it's a complicated issue. Oh, uh, of course it's a complicated issue. Uh, complicated, again, by propaganda. Yes. No one knows what they know is what they know. On um, both sides and propaganda no one to knows the rest of the what world. They know is what they know. <laughs> um, Dave and Joe were suggesting that social media is a new way to fight back against propaganda. It was so much easier... To do propaganda when social media is the new propaganda. I was gonna say for the amount of fighting back you can do versus the amount of damage that it does for the purpose of propaganda. It's not a push. I think we're better off without it. Yeah. In this, in that case, I agree. I agree. It has become the propaganda machine, uh, and and so much more. impactful to the young populace to to everybody than the old television and newspapers could have ever hoped to have been like well it was interesting when they instantaneous news when they showed that old uh like disney thing with the the jewish wolf remember when jamie was like where would you have watched this like that was a great question because i was like yeah where would they have presented this to you and it was like oh yeah at the movie theater or like 
where tons of people didn't go to see it. Exactly. Now it's like, dude, everyone opens their fo- everyone takes a shit in the morning and the and you open your phone and you spend fucking 10, 15 minutes scrolling through propaganda. But Day's idea, if you were to show someone a hundred years ago a movie today, oh yeah, it would blow their mind. Well, just uh, the setup that would do it, but it, they would think it was real. Come on, some of the television now is like looks way way more high budget than any movie we. What's wrong? Why? Why is there a plug on the ceiling? I had them put in there because I was. I'm gonna put the lights on the ceiling eventually. Mm, I just gotcha. haven't gotten around to it. Gotcha. What, what a, a weird segue! Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah, was very interesting. <laughs> back, like back, so to, back to the regular scheduled so broadcast. Has that chandelier always been here? I notice things. You do, yeah. You're very observant. Felt, Thank you. Felt like there's a little pushback from Joe on uh, Elon's action with the uh, anti-Semitism ACLU. Well, good for there. Joe. At least he pushes back a tiny bit against fucking maniac boy. Like, listen, when you're that high profile a person, yeah. you have to watch what you say a little bit. You can't, you like, probably should. your words carry weight, and you it's not good form to be like, oh, shit, sorry, should have thought about that one for 10 minutes before I posted, probably would have been able to figure out I was, maybe not in this case, but whatever, supporting somebody I didn't think I should be somewhere, whatever the case is. Again, wasting Take his a time on rockets. Take a beat. When we know it's interdimensional. And like, if you're so fucking busy with car companies and rockets and tunnels and space travel, just give Twitter a rest. Like you own it. Yeah. You don't need to partake in it. It's true. But he is the most followed person on Twitter. Off. And he has a pretty big ego. So It's like, um, what's his name? Never even had an iPhone. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, act like you've been there before. <laughs> Elon, you fucking clown. Uh, which led into gun control. Do you guys think there's anything that we put people in jail in that they shouldn't be put in jail in? What the fuck? Are I don't you like about? when he does this. They <laughs> ask the most redundant question yeah. in the history. Well, of no, man. they were saying guns, drugs. It's different here. Do you drugs. think people shouldn't drugs. be put in jail for the people shouldn't Sex be put in jail? Non-violent crimes. Well, what do you mean nonviolent crimes? Like, if you rob my home, you should you go should to jail. Go that's to jail. a nonviolent yeah. crime. Yeah, that's so what are you that's thinking nonviolent, just out of curiosity? Yeah. Because, like, we all agree that do drugs... Do you mean, like, blue-collar crime? I think that's even worse. Well, but keep in mind, is... I want to I make this clear, though. When I say I think, like, drugs should be legal, I also don't think that public, other than weed, public drug use should be legal. And it doesn't necessarily so mean that drug not dealers to, should exist. I'm not saying you should go to jail, but you need to curb people openly fucking smoking meth and crack and fentanyl in the streets. Yes, you need Give to do... tickets they'll never pay? No, well, that doesn't work either. But you need to do something. You can't just let it happen. But, uh, yeah, well, the, the, the whole argument is a uh, caged person. Sorry? Lock someone well, up. Well, we decide to, to take away some freedom... Um, I mean, keep in mind though, Kamar, like we, we also lock people up for short sentences as a way to say like, you don't want to be here. Stop doing dumb shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know at a certain point, like if someone's going to continually, like, here's a good example, three tickets for public drug use. And on the fourth, you do some jail time. But like, I strikes you out. Somebody drinks and drives and kills somebody. That's a violent they crime. They should right? probably go to jail, you know. But we would I mean? all agree that's a violent crime. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. I wonder. Anywho. No, I don't wonder. That's well, a violent you, uh, crime. I, I, ideally, that person suffers with that, regardless of incarceration for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's not enough well, for you, me. Well, you hope. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're a fucking so that's, um, that's why I got locked up. Sociopath. That's why I got locked up to make like, sure. I mean, listen, Kamar, I'm fuck. I'm with you. Like, I don't want we. First of all, the idea of prison should be to reform someone. The idea should be, you know, that there they come out a better person. There should be less raping in prison. That. Uh, well, yeah, sure. It's a weird direction to go. Back to Dave Smith, though. Well, no, meaning you lose your freedom while you're in prison, but you're not going to go in there and become like a way more hardened criminal because some dude's fucking you up the ass all the time and you're constantly like worried about getting shanked and shit. Yeah. Like, I think think if you don't have your high school and you go to jail, it should be mandatory. Yeah, they should probably make it. They have you there. They're making the rules. Make it so you have to go to school every day. That's something to look forward to. Make it so you have to learn a trade so when you get outside, and not just like making license plates because that's not going to translate to the outside world. You know, Teach them how to be a plumber, something we fucking need. Um, Or to code, Matt. There you go. (laughs) Then he broke down just how tax dollars go to special interest groups. Um, Constantly extracting money from it, uh, making wealth off of nothing. Yeah. Versus uh, building a factory that makes something that someone needs. Uh, Contributing to the cycle of inflation. The stuff should get cheaper. Yeah, but that's not how... That's not how it's working because of because all these entities. There's actually a story I was going because to. of mass capitalism, but yeah. in a more perfect society, yeah, you're absolutely right. When we innovate like that, when we make things easier, it, and look, I'm not saying we should do this. Okay, we should be making everything at home. But if you are going to farm it out to places like China, it should become infinitely cheaper. It did. And then all those savings go to pad the pockets of the corporations and you don't see a fucking inch of space. I read the other day, the price of diapers within six months went up 7%. Um, but the price of manufacturing diapers actually went down 25% during that time. It's so pathetic. Well, while it's happening, we might as well get in on this. Well, what's crazy too is like, you know, like, so, uh, like McDonald's right now is under a lot of fire because people are like, this is... We went to McDonald's because it was a cheap alternative, and now it's not at all. And McDonald's makes tons of fucking bread. And I was thinking about it. I was like, the, the price is never going back down. Like, McDonald's is never going to give you, a like, this is the price of McDonald's now, moving forward. No, theoretically, th- in yeah, theory, the- yeah. every year our dollar should be getting stronger and stronger so that... They're never going to go down in price, but your dollar will be worth more. It's the opposite. Well, it's like what he said. Like if you you're dumb, if you just have a million dollars sitting in a bank account, that's the worst thing you could do because you're losing. You money. have to go gamble it. Well, here's so something so interesting about the banking system. Okay, so I was thinking as Joe was saying, like, or as Dave was saying, if if you know, if you got, um, if you and a hundred friends all bank at the same bank, and you guys got together one day and were like. We're going to run this bank. We're going to go in there and we're going to tell them we want our money right now or within five days or whatever it is. There's no way they could cover that money. I mean, it would have to be more than 100 people. You you see what I'm saying. But none of you would ever do that because the second you do that, you bankrupt the bank and nobody gets their money. Your money is gone as well. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like this built in. Because otherwise, why aren't people just doing that all the time? You want to stick it to the man? Fucking get together and go. Everybody get their money out of a bank. It'll it'll crash the whole thing. There's a very famous old quote. I can't remember whose quote it is, but it's something along the lines of like, the only thing more dangerous than a standing army is banks. Okay. My point about this. What does that mean exactly? It's just more dangerous. Yeah, well, his, the whole point was like, if we like think about it, dude, the banks have taken over. They own everything. Yeah, they own every home. They control everything. Their uh, profits every year are insane. They used to offer you, they used to offer you interest, even on a small amount of money. Like my first TD account, if I had four hundred dollars in there, I'd go get the fucking bank book printout, and it would be like you gained a dollar. Well, you you can get banking like that. Like when I had money in the bank because we sold our house. Sure. I just had it in an account that I couldn't use, and it made not a lot of it, but it did. It was like a thousand bucks a month or whatever. Yeah, but that's on how much money? Like it's on a lot of money. I'm just saying you can. There are ones that do the normal checking account you use doesn't. But like you said though, I can't touch that money. So the bank is lending ninety percent of your money out and making a ton of fucking. You, could, right you could touch the money. This was a different one. Anyways, I hear what you're saying. Um, the whole ridiculous. idea of the bank is ridiculous. The fact that they don't have your money. I assume that the original idea of a bank was, I don't want to keep my money at home because I don't want to protect it with my life. It was actually gold. I'm going to, whatever it was, Double. I'm going to give it to you. You're going to protect my money for a fee. That's the... Right. But when I, my money is physically there, yeah. it's not shipped out to a different location. It's there. And when I want it, I go get it and our deal is over. So you're close. How it started was that gold was just very heavy, cumbersome. So places offered like vaults. Yeah. Like we're, it's protected. But I imagine it was more than just heavy. Like I said, you don't want that. Like, cause then anybody can come and just steal your gold. You know? No, but it's also very heavy, but this is how paper money started as well. Hmm. So the bank would give you a note that said you have this much gold. Right. And then you could go and trade that note to someone else. And then they could go and get some of your gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, that makes sense. And then those guys that held all the gold started loaning some of that gold out. Well, that's where you get into trouble. Well, that's where we are. Uh, I was thinking all this propaganda. Yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. um, Climate change. um, uh, Woke stuff. If all that stuff didn't exist, all we'd be left with is this crazy financial system. Yeah. So I think the banks are behind it all as well. Yeah. Well, you guys just articulated so well. I mean, we all agree. Well, well we, we know agree. that there's. I don't know we know that there's three hedge funds that control the world: State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard. Like they, they own. If there was no toil and stuff for us to fret about, they would be exposed as the big problem. If, if, yeah, okay. Have you guys seen It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> We're not doing that, are we? Didn't they name a hundred other movies? Okay. Dog Day Afternoon. With with Jimmy- just sorry, just one thing. As he was talking about the banking system, I've never in my life been more happy to be dead broke. Yeah, because I 
I was like, well, I have zero dollars in the bank, so <laughs> you could fucking close that shit up tomorrow and it would make a goddamn Dude, I make sure that me. I sit in the negative so that if I die, <laughs> I don't know the, the bank. Oh, I've got them. In, in, we, we don't have to do it. It's a wonderful life. We'll do it. The whole movie is about banking, selling prop, as propaganda the idea of fractional reserve yeah. banking being a good thing. Yeah. And then what did they show after that? Because now that I think about it, they would always use movies and TVs to push the next thing they wanted to push to the world, right? Like that makes sense. Seems that way. What better way to do that than find some movie that people call a Christmas classic. So you watch it every year and in it is this little tidbit about why you continue to pay taxes, you know? It's true. (laughs) It's like crazy. And there's then there's the pattern of propaganda. They want that you to it, go Simon. to war. They release Top Gun. You Simon, know? it was Show. that was it. It was the the Daffy Duck pay your taxes. Oh yeah, video right. That they exactly, yeah. exactly. And because of the war effort, you want to make sure that you pay those income taxes on time. When I heard that, I had like a flashback to how many times Disney would do that. Yeah. It happened a lot on their like, um, you know, we would watch Disney on Sunday nights. Did you ever watch Disney on Sunday nights? No, on like CBC? Yeah. And sometimes they would show like an old cartoon. Sometimes they'd watch a movie. Anyways, you'd see them on there. And then you you think back to like, um, first of all, the fact that Walt Disney was a giant Nazi and that he was working with Werner von Braun to try and tell us that we would all be traveling in space. Mm. So they released those movies trying to get us used to that. I think they actually thought we were going, like when we went to the moon, I think they genuinely thought after that it was like open space travel was going to occur. Was it way harder to, um, you know, question that kind of propaganda? I just never did. I never even realized it was propaganda. Like as a kid, you don't realize that shit. And then you just go on thinking that like the best thing to do is be like Scrooge McDuck. You know? Well, it's ironic too, because as you get older, they still use those like, like they were like, why would they use a cartoon for adults? But it's like, well, it's simple. Cause as a kid, that was like a recognizable, trusted, oh, Donald Duck. Yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. I should pay my taxes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Donald's yeah. right. He never led me astray. Eat sugar cereal. Tony, the tiger said so. Yeah. He, They're he's great. in great shape. <laughs> yeah. But now, like, now you could find out that that message was constructed by the CIA and passed off to Disney Studios. A hundred percent. And when you look at things like Tony the Tiger and that kind of thing, and then you think about our food pyramid and how the whole thing was like a total farce made up by the sugar companies, like, and that's in the cartoons. Like, dude, they have been fucking with us right from the start. Like I said, fluoride in the water, blocking your third eye. Right from the start. Teaching you to pay taxes, teaching you to be a slave right from the beginning. And you're just happy to do it as long as you eat your McNuggets and you watch your Disney. Mic drop. Are we doing It's a Wonderful Life? You've seen it, right? Unfortunately, every year. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come the movie game where Matt Simon go head to head to find out what year movie came out 
how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, Simon, what do we even do here? Like, where are you going? I I have no idea. I'm stuck (laughs) on the year. I don't know if it was made to look old or if it really is old. Dude, I have no idea. Because one of my, first of all, I'm, as you know, I didn't celebrate. I don't even know if I want to admit this anymore. I don't celebrate Christmas, but I do now. So I watch all the Christmas movies with my family. Okay. So I, one of my favorites to watch with them was uh, Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? He yeah. gets the red rifle BB yeah. gun. Yeah. I genuinely thought that was an old movie, like a movie from the 60s or 70s. It's just a newer movie made to look old. Yeah. And I was totally fooled, so I could be fooled easily. Gotcha. So nothing, nothing's go going good for a guy. Okay. He uh, goes to kill himself, and the angel comes to him. And goes through uh, what life will be without him. Yeah. Are you ready, Matt? Yeah. What do you got? I said it came out in 1934. Whoa. I said 1969. 1946. I'm so off. Well, you're off too, but you're way more in the ballpark. Okay. So I'll go first then, Matt. I said it cost $1 million to make, which now I think is insane. (laughs) And it made $20 which seems even crazier. Okay, well, since I was a little closer on the year, I said it cost two hundred and fifty thousand to make. That seems better, and that it made sixteen point four million. No, that's way too much. It's got to be way less than that. Go we'll ahead, see. Tomorrow. budget. What was the year? Oh, so he said it forty six. Oh, forty six. Thank you. <laughs> you haven't done you. Well, you- yeah, he did. He did oh, his year. He said sixty seven or whatever. It's <laughs> fine. I'm. You <laughs> I'm on top of it, Kamar. Budget three point one eight million. Wow. So I said one. What did you say? Not even close. Oh, not even close. Box office, 3.3 million. <laughs> what in the fuck? It was oh, it was com- definitely a propaganda a movie then. It was a complete bomb. 100%. Yeah. It was a complete the, bomb. The banking system was like, we'll throw 3 million at this. No problem. It was a complete bomb at the time. It, I it, bet it's made 10 billion. Why off of wouldn't fucking- it be? Who wants to go see a movie about taxes? <laughs> but... How the do, banking do system I, works. Let's get the you. kids together and go see this fractional banking reserve film. So wait, film. so wait, it wasn't even popular back in the day. Is this a case of like them making it popular? Like, let's make this a holiday classic that mm-hmm. everyone thinks they have to watch. Yeah, that. It's propaganda. It's like if you found out that like Frosty the Snowman was about transgender... Um, no, you it's know, about industrial a, factory workers. No, but I'm saying, you know, there was yeah. some. Oh my God. The Island of Misfit Toys. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is all about um, immigration. What did I see the other day? If Santa knew who was naughty and nice, then he must have known Rudolph was getting bullied. It's tearing my head apart thinking about how It's a Wonderful Life is just means so much to me. Yeah, that's like, got to suck, in, dude. Like, just in Santa's defense, Matt. Yeah. Um, he doesn't keep track of the animals. They don't get presents. Oh, okay, yeah. It's children, yeah. gotcha. humans. Yeah. So he probably didn't know. Fair enough. Yeah. God gave us freedom. Just in case you're going to write a joke, freedom. I want you to. I'm not. You know, I'm not writing a joke. Go ahead, Kamar. Sorry. God gave God, us. God, the creator, gave us freedom. Yeah. And then governments control that. Control God or freedom? Freedom. That's sort of their function. Uh, how powerful- did God give us freedom? Because he left a shitload of rules. I just don't know why he made us different. You mean rules of like gravity? 
No, I mean rules like don't fuck your wife's or your neighbor's wife. Oh, we don't know if God actually left those rules or if the people who worship God decided those were the rules. And so the churches and uh, monarchs would have controlled the propaganda. Like Just going back, how easier it is to question something, cross-reference something with social media. The churches would have controlled all the propaganda at one point because everybody went to church every Sunday. You would get the message. You would then bring that to the people who didn't go to the church. That would have been a really good way to go about uh, propagizing. 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 It's sort of like um, they were talking about reefer madness was able to go viral to scare a bunch of a generation up until this point where it's still weird. Pe- people pinch themselves. That you now that we know weed. about um, wonderful life being a banking movie, what other movies out there fucked probably with a bunch. us and we didn't even realize. I also like citizen ton. Kane, but I think that's one for the good guys. Who knows that it, that, that was like a big short of the time. Hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anything that Kubrick made would have had some like well, well, you hope, for yeah, the people. Yeah. All Kubrick's movies for us. feel like it's a good guy. That, that's one for the good guys. Uh, but so, then you find out that he faked the moon landing, so you're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, but he was trying to tell us he did in his movies. Yeah, like if the government makes you do something, you're gonna do it, right? I mean, they. I don't know if they could have made him do it. But. It would appear it all went wrong in World War One uh, when. W- Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, Wilson decided to go in because you got to think about they were just coming off the heels of the eradication of um, the native people. They they just had a, a taste. They had for their how the own, war machine works. Their own Holocaust going on over here, and so they they he went in and he would say to speak that that's now why we're here. A country getting involved in, in other countries' dispute, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that wasn't happening before that. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? From other countries or from the U.S.? It was Germany fighting Britain. Yeah. And everyone else is like, well, well, well whatever. We're, uh, we're behind them, so we're, we're against them. <laughs> but then someone coming over and putting their finger on the scale or whatever, even if it's the allies doing it for a good thing, but it's... It hasn't served us if it's gotten us to this point that we're almost at, as they were saying, the next world war. Foreign invention never works. Doesn't seem foreign to. intervention hasn't, hasn't right from the beginning. Is right, what well, you're saying. From, from this point, from Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson getting. But hold the on, war. theoretically, uh, the intervention during World War Two. That was a good thing. In, unless you're pro-Nazi. Well, maybe that wouldn't have happened if not for World War One. So, uh, World War One just has started this perpetual war economy. Is that foreign intervention, though, or is that joining a, a war in progress? Well, I think it was inadvertent foreign intervention, meaning that they weren't going over there to save the Jews. They weren't going to free people in concentration camps. They were going to... Well, no one could. No, well, they couldn't do that because they didn't know it existed. That's also true. But like, I, Well, just yep. I, assuming they didn't... Yep. Yeah. Then yep. Yes, they're I just guess. there to fight an evil. But 
I guess you're right. It is foreign interaction. But were yeah. they there to fight an evil? They were there. Well, we always thought it was Why? because they got attacked, but, but then we found didn't. out that Hawaii but wasn't even theirs. This is what I mean. So but they the, were attacked because it was their military base, no, one no, way no. or the other. That's what I'm saying. So do they join the Europe invasion after? Yes, after Pearl Harbor. So there, it wasn't for like a righteous reason. No. It was because they were pulled into the war. Yes. Because they had this Hawaii, which they called their own, for, Not yet. It was one of their, if somebody went to war against Hawaii, they were going to sure. step into the war. That's what happened. That's why they had it there as an excuse to go to war. No? Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm just a guy on a podcast. I not nothing. <laughs> Seinfeld over here. So Dave uh, suggests that uh, they have to let... <clears throat> Gaza be free and um, as far as the settlements on the other side because that, that's in the Gaza Bank the no, West Bank I don't think anyone in Israel is trying to move into Gaza it's on the, the West north Bank. of Gaza uh, they have to just buy those people out I mean that's fair right don't kick someone out but I, 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 that seems reasonable to me Rather than um, all the military stuff they do there. You know, I was thinking about the land claim and that the Jews were there first. It's Abraham and Jacob, right? Jacob's Abraham's son. Jacob is the one that the 12 tribes of Israel come from. Jacob and uh, what's his name are the sons of, yeah, Abraham. That sounds right. Yeah. So, Abraham is the son of Moses. Is that right? I don't, I, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure Abraham was an Iranian, an Iranian, Iranian Muslim. Well, that I don't know. Okay, either way, who cares? Well, then, no, we still, I can't believe we're still because they were talking about the Shia hospital. Yeah, and then the prime minister said, "We know there's a bunker under there because we built it." Yeah, and she was like. You know, no, 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 it's, I'm so confused in the, like he said, very complicated. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that Netanyahu's uh, regime is corrupt and he's been indicted. He's now built up. It's the, the U.S. all over again. He 100%. built up his enemy. They got out of control and now everybody's suffering for it. It's like, it's and he holds, he was about to be ousted. He too. holds on to power. It's mere image, Matt. The day before nine eleven, they admitted to losing six trillion dollars. I'm sorry, six trillion dollars. Like they're mere images of each other. I, I don't know. But and again, the people suffer for it. Yeah. Like with these dictatorial governments who don't have their people's best interest in heart. Like on both sides, and it muddled more by propaganda. <laughs> Spitty Simon yeah. over there. <laughs> I cannot believe we cannot I figure like out Kamar for a second. The Emperor's tomb, or need to Emperor's know what that means. Tomb. The rivers of Mercury, like that. That could all be propaganda from five thousand years ago. You don't remember that with the uh, yeah, I do remember. terracotta. Have you seen it? I have seen it. You went. No, I have never You've been. You've seen it though? You've seen it? Okay, yeah. so we all know I haven't what I'm talking been there. about. What do you mean? He hasn't seen it. I haven't been there. I saw it on the YouTube. Yeah, I've seen it. We've I all been seen there. it on yeah. YouTube. It's a wonder you of the world. There. None of us have been there. No, you really haven't. <laughs> no, but neither of you. Yeah, but I could have. But you didn't. Yeah. But did they? And who knows how far you were from that? 
What do you mean? When I was in Thailand? Is that what you're referring to? No. Weren't, didn't you land in like uh, China for a night? Or oh, what? I was in China for, for a, set, six, a couple hours. Six yeah. minutes yeah. or something? No, no. A couple hours. Just enough time to hate China. Um, <laughs> the, the, Just enough time to form a totally wrong the opinion. Tomb, yeah, the tomb is Precisely. in a building. Okay. Agreed? I uh, Presumably. Oh, so you haven't seen it. So I mean, so you need a Nico Collins? Uh did I or Paku Nakua? I can't remember. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamar. We're listening. Yeah, we are listening. It's in a building. Yeah, it's in a building. So they found the site. Yeah, that was buried. Like your, they Gobeki found Tepe. all the warriors. Yeah, it was buried. Okay. And then they they found the site, and then they built buildings around it. Yeah, and have been excavating it. Yeah, correct. And who knows what tunnels? It's like it's it's something like the pyramids, sort of. Correct. Oh, okay. What, I, what are you saying? Are you telling us? Are you it, asking it, it, us? Do you want to have a conversation no, about it? It's almost like a marvel. Like, how could human beings do this? Oh, my God. It's years one ago? of a zillion of them. Okay. Like, okay. I, I didn't know it was on your radar. Apparently, it's, it's this new news about you the haven't rivers seen of mercury. The fucking um, terracotta warriors. I've seen it. Okay. But it, it's until they talked about this, you had never seen the Terracotta Warriors. They found out about the Terracotta Warriors in 1967. Okay, and much like uh, they've been almost treating it like um, Go Back Lee Tepe or no, a, a, a UAP. Like th- th- we have this thing, but we're not going to go in there. Could you imagine? I mean, are the Chinese not going in there? Apparently not. That's what the, the, this whole thing is like. They don't want people to die, but can't we make suits or contain the mercury? Or is it all propaganda? This sounds to me like they're finding all sorts of shit in there and they're telling everybody, oh, we can't okay, go in okay. because yeah, of the mercury. Yeah, 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 you're just yeah, such yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get duped all the time and you don't even propaganda. know that you're getting duped. Well, th- can you believe that there's places inside the pyramid they know is there, but they haven't seen yet? I mean, we know that some people have seen them. Yeah, I refuse to believe no one's been down there. Zari Haras there. He always would say, no, there's no tunnel that goes from like the Sphinx's head to wherever. And then they find a picture of him in that tunnel like, hey, <laughs> so like somebody gets in there. I mean, the the chasm underneath the paw of the Sphinx that they found using LIDAR there. That's they think maybe. Um, but they haven't excavated it. They haven't gone in. So, Hold on a second. Presumably, according to us or according to what we know, they haven't, nobody has gone in there. That doesn't mean that Zawi Hawass doesn't have a tunnel leading up to there, that he has the key to the door that only he knows where it is, because that's how fucking Egypt works. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's sort of like a weird thing with like, oh, this ancient painting, Um, preserve this ancient building, even though we're building a rocket to try to get off the planet. We might as well just bash all this stuff open and find out everything there is to do, or is there an importance in? Well, not no. You want to? Why would you want to? You want? So you want to crack open all of them? All of the terracotta warriors? 
No, no, no. He doesn't want to no. crack open the warriors. It'd be He's the just tomb. saying nobody's it... going into this uh, burial tomb, if that's even what it is. With, they could have riches, writings, information. It could have the, the secret to curing diseases. It could have anything. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think that nobody is going in there. I think governments do yeah, what they want to do. And then some of no, them no, can't do what they want to do because they don't have the money. China isn't one of them. They have money coming out the yin-yang. But let's say you're Turkey, okay, and you're not the richest country in the world, and you can't afford to do your own excavations, Yeah. but you also don't want to let another country come in there and do it for you, because mm-hmm. then you have to, I guess, I don't know, share the glory. I, like, well, I have it's no information, idea. too, though. If that cure for cancer is in there, they don't. They want to be the. I mean, you'd think you could make a deal with like, look, if the Brits want to come or the Americans want to come and do the research, but you get the rights to the. I guess maybe. But who but knows? Maybe them? money just drives the whole thing, and there's no way you'd even get a group in there in the first place if it wasn't for like we're hoping on finding you know a mammoth buried in ice and then using its DNA to fucking. Yeah. If you Cure if we really cared though, if we really something. cared though, imagine everybody just had mammoth hair. Like that would be a great set of locks. <laughs> Do you think it'd be possible? Nothing, nothing sick, thicker than a mammoth mane. Dude, that's good, eh? Yeah, mammoth mane, great name too. Do, do you think it would be possible to take the pyramids apart? No, to take them apart. Yeah, I think you could probably take them apart if you had like a giant. Like the robotic arm that's on the um, space shuttle, but way bigger. A giant crane, just one block at a time. I guess that would work. And like doing it out like... Well, I don't um, believe there's any like mortar holding it together or anything. I think it's just... Sitting on itself. Sitting on itself. And take the whole thing apart like a CSI that no longer exists. That'd be a crime against humanity. Well, I mean, it, I guess it would take a thousand years to do that. I think there are other ways you can do it without having to take the whole building apart. Well, you lidar the whole thing. You find out where the chasms are. You go through in the most unobstructive way possible. But look, so when we're just you go, waiting for technology, to, we could just find out. When you go into the pyramids it. right right now, there are all sorts of tunnels that people go through on the tour yeah. that were carved out by robbers at one point, grave robbers. And that's now the tunnel that you use because the other one has been crumbled or what, who fucking knows, you know, that happens all the time. So you don't even know that you're walking through a thing that wasn't original. It's- and so we're just sitting on our hands saying we're at a, we're at an impasse for what we know. They still don't know about the tools or how they did it. Right. I mean, we don't know much. And we've decided that's where we're, we're going to be unless something we don't comes know along much. that tells us more. Uh, or we could just take this all apart and find out. And like, you know, we can never take it all apart, Kamar. The whole world is littered with these things. You know, you were talking about the uh, China emperor or whatever. You go to every country from Bosnia all the way to fucking Antarctica. They're finding ancient structures. It just doesn't even make sense. Like it literally... The whole world is littered with them. And the vase the is... The oceans everywhere. The vase is significant because it's just a vase. Which one? The Brian Murrasco? Yeah. You're talking about the Egyptian ones? No, the ones they made like the ergot shit in. No, no, no. I think I'm talking You're about... talking about perfect symmetry. Perfect oh, symmetry those, vase. Yeah, That's in ancient Egypt. So it would have to have been born out on a lathe or it, something. It that... would require tools that they didn't believe that they had at but the time. But it's just a vase. 
It's just there's a vase. more important things in a vase. But they took great pride in making things like statues, Kamar, statues, faces. And when you look at them, the old, old, oldest ones have the most amazing symmetry that the other ones don't have. And perfect symmetry. Later on. Perfect symmetry, Kamar, that you get from like copying a photograph on each side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. they weren't doing, theoretically, they weren't doing, not theoretically, according to uh, history, they weren't doing things like that back in the day. And yet the products they were coming out with show a different story. Propaganda. Propaganda. Again, all propaganda. Going back millions of years. Like, think about it. They don't want you to know anything about anything for real. I agree. We currently, um, what does that tell you though? Sorry, Kamar. When you're, when the powers that be, the people that theoretically control you, I don't know why I keep saying theoretically, the people who actually control you, they yeah. make the laws, they do all of that shit. Yeah. They are intent on hiding almost everything from you because apparently if you even understood how your own banking system works, you too would want to overthrow your government. Yeah. That's really what it is, right? So when they came and started this great experiment, it was like, how are we going to fuck everybody over? Yeah, and they've succeeded. Were there good times, though, when it first started, or did, was it just right away, you I think? I don't know, the 50s was good. Uh, was it? Yeah, a lot of, lot of people in the lower class went to the middle class. A lot of the middle class moved up, for sure. Again, all being driven by a machine that now is the problem. Yeah. It was just the beginning steps of it, so they couldn't see how... No, no, it's because they deregulated everything. I wonder if they never send everything off to China, you know? Like, all of that? Yeah. That changes everything almost, right? Like, everybody here continues to grow strong. Probably, People yeah. work for companies that are now massive, right? Like, imagine you work for Ford. Yeah. Or whatever some company that's now like not as good as it was but they would be way better because they wouldn't be competing against uh you know and you just don't let chinese cars be sold here there was a line from the wire what did he say he's like we used to make things in this country now we just reach into the next guy's pocket sounds about right uh we currently are existing and there's people who have cell phones and people are living with spears yeah but i think it's always been the way I mean, look, at the same time, Kamar, you live in the city and you have septic, uh, septic system that attaches to the sewers and you have um, whatever. And I live a little further out and we have a well and a thing, you know, those both those things exist at the same time in 2023. You know what I mean? It's not that crazy. That doesn't seem like the earth is a big place. Yep. And I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid. We know. And yeah. We're as, well aware. as you know. Um, when you see the jungles and the places of wildness in this world, like there's still untouchedness everywhere. Look at our country. Look at our country. Like we are, uh, we live, we live predominantly for, along the border for Bigfoot. Like, why do you think that is? Cause there is so much space for him to roam free. What else you got for Dave Kamar? We got to wrap him up pretty soon. Uh, the news right now is as they are prosecuting Donald Trump, Reported that if Donald Trump becomes president, he'll yeah. he'll do what's happening right now. Yeah, just that weird. People have the disconnect there. Do you think mm-hmm. that if Donald Trump was the president today, these wars would not be happening? Yes, well, I'm, 
Okay, I purposely asked oh, Matt sorry. because we already know your answer. Uh, well, I assume you're talking about the Ukraine because the Israel would be going the same. If if Donald Trump had never become like um, the adversary of the system, if he had gone in there and just um, they had never done like Russiagate and stuff. Sure. Do you think he would have just been brought into the fold and right now we would still be fighting the same wars we're fighting and all of that stuff? I don't know. I know that if Trump yeah. was president, they wouldn't have helped Ukraine as much as they have because we know that he is a a pro-Putin guy. I'm not saying that he was in collusion with him, but I think he respected. He wouldn't have wanted to go to war mm-hmm. or aided in a war. I think what's going on in, the, uh, in Israel would have been the same. The U.S. always supports Israel. Bar none. I think he's uh, more of a negotiator than a bully, like people say he is. Say in that arena. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't think well, Trump. I don't think deals. Trump. I don't think Trump could go in and make this thing better. That's I mean, Biden is clearly just a figurehead for the military-industrial complex. Yep. If Trump was not that, then we have to assume that it would have been different. Who knows if it would have been better or worse? But it would have been different. Yeah. Uh, they showed or they talked about Zelensky asking for credit. And I'm here like, I thought the whole thing was credit because they're saying we have massive deficits in our Canadian military. Okay, what? Start again. Credits for what? I thought we were lending Ukraine money. Or this is sort of like... We were lending them money? It was some sort of deal where we'd get... We were just giving billions of dollars away for... Yeah. Good luck with this. Yeah. What you thought we were loaning it to them? Yes, yes. Oh, I don't think so. How would if they lose the war? Yeah, how do, we how do they pay paid? us? Even back? if they win, the even war. if they win the war, how do they? Pay I was us hoping back? it's unless they can go into Russia and take all their money to pay us back. I guess that's not happening. No, so, I, I, the U.S. also doesn't get their money back. They will have to negotiate with Putin and get a worse deal than they would have had at the time. It's sort of depressing, but it seems like we have the power because of social media. Uh, it's no longer mainstream media. It's corporate media versus independent media. I like that. That is interesting. It is corporate media. It's the power to push back. I mean, what is mainstream now, though? Like, There's there's more voices for more dissent versus no, what I'm saying, 40 years like, ago, everyone just went along with whatever because there's no other voices. I'm taking what he's saying and extrapolating deeper, though. There's, there, I don't think there is a mainstream anymore. Maybe when it comes to music, there's pop music. But I don't think, like, now every, everyone just kind of does whatever. There's under, a niche for under everything. our influence of propaganda of how the world works. Well, no, propaganda there is, is different. There is NBC a mainstream, news. though. Like, what's, where's Logan Paul? Those guys are mainstream, you know? So well, you just, you're just talking about, like, someone that is known by everyone. Is that what you're? Is that what you mean? Well, they're like known Ronaldo's from mainstream. everyone. Be, oh, it's social media. Sure. So social media is now the mainstream. Okay. That is the new. It is. Oh, fine. I mean. So you're saying the more followers you have, the more mainstream Correct. you are. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I just meant though that like there is someone out there that has 10 million Instagram followers that you've never heard of in your life. Right? No, but the youth have probably heard of them. Sure. But my point her. is, but mainstream, we were, we were just discussing like mainstream means like everyone, like even your grandmother would know them. Right. I mean, like if you said Ronaldo, my grandmother would be like, I think he's a soccer player. Maybe. Okay. I don't know if my mom would know who Ronaldo was, you know what I mean? She might. We should call her right now. Put yeah, her on, speaker. put her on the phone. Yeah. Is but that it for Dave? No, no, I mean, we, we can say it. Can't describe it, but yeah. I know what it is when sure. I see it. 
Uh, yeah, I give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. I like that. I'll also give it a three and a half. Holy fuck. We have an agreement. <laughs> These fucking assholes. Fuck you, you cunts. Come on, last one of the week. You know when you lose a bet and then you're like looking at it? Why did I do this? No, trying to will it to change. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> come back and take three points off. That they, Fucking oh, gross. That happens sometimes. Well, I'm wishing for, I, I said under 45 and there's 47 points. 1966. The other night I picked Podol for something. It gave me the check mark, took the check mark away and then gave the check mark back. Oh no. So that's just, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just the app having trouble. Like sometimes too, what'll happen is they'll give a guy a steal that, and then or a rebound, away, yeah. and then yeah, they they go like three pointers happens all the time. That, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why. That, not in football. Oh, well. Like the other night, I watched Gary hit what they called a three, but I'm watching the game and I see that his foot is clearly on the line, and the score is even. They've given him the three, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. It's, I'm like, I know this is coming back. And two minutes later, they're like, they've amended Gary. Th-. Yeah. I'm like, fucking cunt. 2066, okay, Ralph Barbosa. I just realized I was watching the game. Think I still have a chance. You no, it's long. over. Um, he seemed like a nice guy. He's I've seen his comedy before. It's, uh, it's okay. Comedy, well, be funny. Do say something. But this episode didn't have a lot of well, I think, juice to it. I, I think it's, like, it's interesting. I think it's interesting that he's not like he's talked about getting after it more than. People would say, oh, you know, working hard writing, but he's uh, he's doing mushrooms of shows, getting lit up. Uh, he is picking fights, or not picking fights, but prepared to throw down, which Joe didn't want him to fight anymore. He like, seems like the he's an- reckless. antithesis of Matt Reif. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They're like... Yeah. Uh, his favorites are uh, Chappelle and um, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Like, it, it, I hope that doesn't happen to him, but he this... He could be a wild child. I think he's 27, so it's sort of condescending to call you him a child. You hope that Chappelle's career doesn't happen to him? I think you hope he hopes that it does. No, Mitch Hedberg's well, career yeah, doesn't happen everybody kind of hopes that. Well, no, you want the career. You don't want to then overdose. Like people the would path, take that, that the too. Yeah, people would take Mitch Hedberg's career. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think he was working, but he wasn't getting the... Like, he blew up bigger after his passing than... Same with uh, Patrice... Patrice was just there, I guess. Yeah, but with with Mitch Hedberg, like you could argue, like, well, he wasn't doing everything he could. He was high on heroin. Patrice was just a detriment to his own fucking career. I mean, but they were on TV. They, yeah, they yeah. were more, but in their realm, they had not achieved whatever they wanted to be as being popular. Which I think it was propaganda, the sitcom, the idea that you. Yeah, you have to you be tell on the jokes sitcom, and yeah. your life is so interesting. You get on TV like that was a, a mainstream as you you could be. But that was chasing the money. And there were still shows that didn't come from 
stand up one person you know what i yeah. mean like look at friends none of those people were famous when that show started no but he's talking about like if you were a comedian the goal was the tim allen right. the okay. goal was sure. like it was because again because again you weren't going to make a ton of money doing stand-up you could make enough to live but you weren't going to become rich whereas nowadays you can definitely become yeah. rich just doing stand-up. and that's just translated into hosting game shows because that's what you do now if you're a comedian but you're not making enough money game show yeah. slash Reality show. Right. Yeah. Reality sure. changed the television sure. landscape. Yeah. I fell into the watching this show called Snake Oil with um David Spade. David Spade. And getting sucked into it and having to run it out. I thought I'd say this is stupid. Like the mass singer. Yeah, that's the dumbest shit ever. Is the dumbest thing ever. I've only seen commercials. Um that's even below what I'll go to. Oh, is it the mask singer stoops like, too low for like you? I don't like the singing ones. The, yeah, but I'm you don't like you. music. Uh, Scrappy Ralph was... I don't like the music they're singing on those shows. There we Matt. go. That's well, for sure. There you go. Scrappy uh, Ralph was talking about fighting uh, or a dust-up in uh, Colorado. And that's one thing there's in Canada. Christmas fighting or just winter fighting. Yeah. That is really a... Uh, Oh, it's dicey. A coin toss. Yeah. Well, you, in, in the you can knock yourself out. <laughs> the slip, the fall, the or the snowbank. I mean, um, everybody had cushion. to learn how to fight on ice. So yeah, that's true too. You know, that's why you pull the shirt over the head right away. Yeah. You use it as stability as you feed them. <laughs> Maybe uh, it gives us an edge. Clubs in malls. Have you ever gone to a club in a mall? No. It's just a comedy club. Yeah. No, I don't think so. This is the thing. As a comic, you have to be on the road and it's anything goes. I don't pick and choose where I'm performing. Um, so, yeah, if it's a dry cleaner in Hamilton, that's where it is. Or if it's a general store in fucking Napanee, that's what we got to do. When Joe talks about the exclusive private bar, to build a sense of community, like bring us your <laughs> bring us your weary. I love too how he didn't He's understand. So out of touch, it's insane. <laughs> well, he also couldn't. He didn't understand like guys who were getting work before, but then when all the heavy hitters showed up. Well, no, yeah, he did talk about that though. No, but yeah, but he was like, "Suck it up, it's gonna be good for you, you pussies." Like, dude, I can see why. Like, if you were just a fucking guy, like. Like, Kamara, imagine if fucking 15 of the world's best comedians moved to Ottawa tomorrow and you you would be slightly pissed that you were getting well, less. Well, I don't know if I would be. I, it, it'd be meaning there's an opportunity here. Like, Yeah, yeah. I'm, but you can that. understand why some people would, right? People that lost their spots. I don't think he understands how hard it is to get into his club. Yeah, or he doesn't. He does, or just the, he, he can't be that involved in the day-to-day, right? No. He comes in, everything just works clockwork. There's never any problems. And if there's Mr. a problem, Rogan. he says, change it. And they immediately do. I'm um, sure there'll be times where he'll go to Adam and be like, hey, I saw this. I've seen a lot of this guy's clips. Why hasn't he been here yet? Maybe that sort of thing. Uh, I think Ralph asked him probably if uh, he could just go back to normal life. He's like, yeah, no problem. I mean, not that that, that would be no money or something. To be famous and then not to be famous. I do think Joe could transition that fine. Where other people like live for fame and then chase it. But I think they both have, like, Joe has many interests that could make him money outside of this. And it sounded like Ralphie, like, Ralphie, it sounded like he was like, uh, 
Like he wanted to paint cars. Like he's not into that. Well, that's if he if, that's what he would like to do. Well, that's still, what yeah, still, that's what which I was is saying. Very interesting. Yeah, um, just about having a passion. Um, if you're enga- having to engage with social media, that's sort of a sign of fame. It's a, it's like a humble brag that you have to do. Having it. a discussion of taking the good and the bad, and <laughs> fighting with people online, well, that, like, or if you're making your living on uh, Instagram, then that's part of your job, right? Yeah. I think what Kamar's saying, though, is like to be in the position where you're like, well, I have to engage with these people oh, because yeah. I make money off. It. Or it I'm choosing so- not to engage with these people. Yeah. The fact that you have these people, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a, not a bad thing to have if you want to be successful. It's a good problem. Well, it's, it's kind of like when Joe always says, oh, don't read the comments. Yeah. Well, in order to like talk to your fans, you have to read the comments. I guess you could just. Yeah, what Joe filter out the shitty ones. No, you're right. What Joe doesn't realize is that most people striving to get to Joe's level, you have to spend a lot of years reading the comments, Joe engaging with have people. To, yeah, because he got fucking Brian to do it. Well, that yeah, and then <laughs> no, but he for, and no, then no. he was too big to fail. So you're forgetting that those he's like the banks. But you're also forgetting that those first like hundred episodes, Simon, they had that live chat shit that you could go in, and again, it was just Brian dealing with it. It wasn't Joe. Yeah, so no, that's true. Joe is like the bank, the big banks of comedy. Yeah, he's big comedy. He's too big to fail. He's yeah, big, he's mainstream. He's big comedy. I don't know if you noticed, but it seems like the uh, your mom's house, Two Bears of Cave, the whole thing's crumbling under its oh, weight there, of success. There is a lot going on right now. We'll talk about that in the post show, though. Post show, post show. Um, I'm gonna write comedy. They talked world. about religious translations. Right, robot um, artist too. The book was the uh, immortality key. Yeah, by Brian Murraski. And the Catholic Church bought the book out. Yeah, I think Joe said that. Check that if that's true. But that's a major red flag when when some entity. Yeah, we're gonna buy every copy. No, every copy. (laughs) (laughs) But what about reprints? Probably what they did with the Bible, right? Like at first, the Bible was this super righteous book with the real word of God, and then the church came in bought out all the copies of the Bible and redistributed the King George Bible, which is a new progress technology propaganda. That's right. You don't need to read on animal skins anymore. We got parchment paper. Cause that was one of the coolest bands in school, right? You wanted to, you wanted to do parchment propaganda, propaganda, the band. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Um, were they a good band? He, I thought they were cool. They, they were punk pop. Whatever. Um, he has a list of hotels that he goes to. That chooses because the artwork, so he can just trip out in the hotel. I like that. I think this guy's uh, rock and roll right now. I mean, yeah, he sounds he like seemed, he's having fun. He seemed real genuine, and uh, just seems skipped, like he's having fun. Skipped being. Uh, he went from hosting and spots to headlining, and he knows that. I wish I had been a barber. Sometimes a barber. I don't think I could be because um, kind of like, I don't think I could do a tattoo. I don't like the pressure of something like that would mm. fuck somebody up so bad. But I mean, a haircut's way different and you do it, it so is much. And it you get good People are it. pretty fucking crazy about their hair, man. Like you fuck up somebody's hair. You fuck up a tattoo. It's a hundred X worse. If you yeah, cut hair for five years, you become an expert and you have confidence in your skills and also feel good every time you gave someone a dope cut or whatever. And if you had good relationships, it just, it, it's something that I could see have done in my life. Yep. 
Like you should have. If your client tells friends you know or, or just people you know that thing, but it's not. It's not. I don't think it's, it's advertises a job when you're a school or, or thought of a profession. Well, my daughter is a hairdresser. Well, boom, there it is. Um, boom, there it is. She went to school for it. Well, boom, there it is. He got boom. success from doing sets in a clean comedy only room. It's like when you put the restraints on, you have to fight through them and it's better. I think doing clean comedy is probably a great um, tool for comedians to use that they never use. Like Joe said, it's a good way to like flex that muscle of not being able to like be crude or use um, uh, 100% swear words as a sequitur or uh, is that right? A sequitur? No, you don't no. really use swear words as, as a. a um, like a a crutch. Well, no, just how you get to like the next sentence, you know? What do you call that? Segway. Segway. Subway. Thank you. Okay. I just don't know a lot of people that use fuck to get to the next oh, sentence. They do. Watch okay. it sometime. And some people want someone to swear and not do clean. Some people doesn't want clean comedy. I watch Nate Bargatze all the time. The best. And there is not one point where I'm like, well, fuck, I wish he would have swore there. I wish he would have talked. Like, like his shit is just super entertaining and funny and you never. Yeah, but there's a difference too. Like if you see a ship, if you were to see Chappelle do a clean set, you would, it would bother you. But Nate Bargatze is a clean comedian, so it doesn't bother you. You'd never think about it. I mean, maybe I wouldn't if the jokes were funny enough. And, and you'll see people's eyes, like, if you say fuck. Like, some people are not ready to be sworn out. Other people yeah, are... those people shouldn't be out. Um, Go home, fuck. Just kill them all. Get out of here, you fucking pussy. I think he might have said Joey Diaz gets cheap laughs, but he still says he's his number one favorite. Um, Who's your number one favorite, Kamar? I think Jim Florentine is your favorite comedian. Yeah. Interesting. Well, cause he's super funny and he's a uh, really blue collar. Hmm. Like he's not a, a jerk and no one has a bad thing to say about him. I don't think I could give you a favorite, but I could give you like a top five probably in that top five. One that you wouldn't expect Gary Goldman. No, I would totally have expected yeah. you to put Gary well, Goldman there in there. Go. Gary Goldman's great. Amazing. Yeah. And, and that's such an interesting thing is he's so also skilled clean. and good. I don't know if he's rich. I'm sure he can't complain, but I bet he's doing fine. How much do you think Gary Goldman is worth? $1 million. $1 million. Whoa. Interesting. How much do you think Ralph Barbosa is worth? Not a million dollars. $1 million. No, you don't think, not. you don't think Netflix gave him a bunch, a bunch of cash for a special. I bet it's not a million dollars. Hmm. It's probably 50 minutes for like $250,000. I mean, I'm going to check. So just hold on. Gary Goldman is worth. Oh my God. Why isn't it telling me? Oh, if it's not telling you, it's less than a million. 700,000. Yep. Gary Goldman. Yep. Yeah. And who was the, Oh, uh, Ralph Barbosa. Ralph. Keep on his call him Nate. That's I mean, name. also Gary Goldman's a real prick though, isn't he? Like in real life. His Every friends like him, no, just and saying. the other comedians don't. Okay. Um, did you, were you? Did you miss Bill Hicks? Yeah. Yeah, I was too young. Yeah, I wish he was around today. Um, I came in uh, like my dad. I remember my dad watching Dice and Eddie Murphy when I was a kid. 
Mm-hmm. So like that's the era where I started to understand what comedy was. But they're still around. Yeah. Today. Well, Bill Hicks died. Oh no, sorry, Bill Hicks died. Um, I wish you because George Burns. I always think about him. Like, he's incredible. I was a, he's I was, fucking I was a young kid, and he was ninety years old, but he was a comedian the whole way. Yeah. Um, Barbo Ralph could be a comedian. Like, you know what I mean? Is when you're six years old, he could be just having eight kids or whatever he does. He talked about um, he can't be worth that much because he hasn't bought his big bling necklace yet. But he said he wanted to get one to flex the ego. Yeah. And Joe was like, got on eagle. So yeah. the ego. I know. The ego. The ego. Between um, one and five million. That's a pretty big berth. That's a wide berth. And you sh- think Gary Goldman should be worth more? Way more. Exactly. I mean, I would have imagined that Goldman would have been worth like seven mil, but maybe I just looked at a bad. Do from you- what, though? From uh, his writing credits and. He's worked in a lot of writing rooms. I don't know if that gets you that paid. No, I, I guess it, not. Really. But it's more the thing like it isn't the work put in necessarily and the product isn't necessarily indicative of the reward. I'm well aware of that. I'm not that dude. Listen, there's people. That I marvel at it. Like, there's people that have put in 30 years doing like insane sets that no one's heard of and that aren't rich. Doesn't mean they're not incredible comedians who haven't put in their dues. I'm Gary not, Goldman is worth seven mil. I'm sorry, Matthew. Whoa, whoa. That's a pretty big change. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I want to get this straight. You (laughs) said right there, I would have thought he was worth seven million. And then I looked at it. And then you Googled it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, do you want to see? Fucking Gary's publicist over here. Six million dollars of five million. Average net worth is seven million. Boom. Okay. There we go. That. Everything makes sense. Oh, this Our whole one says one point five. Like I don't know what to tell you. That one said seven hundred. Okay, Would you well, be confident? It's a whole driving range. to the club in the Batmobile to pick up a girl. Of course. Okay. Well, You're definitely leaving with. Someone. If you have enough money to afford the Batmobile, then you feel good about driving the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> I, who have like no money, would feel like an asshole. Oh, you're saying like if you won the Batmobile when tomorrow you're and I you didn't would sell, sell it, it no, for no, no. dollars you're 27. You're or if 27. I spent money I didn't have on a Batmobile. You're 27. Like, no, no, I like this. Let's play this asshole. game. You're 25. You win the Batmobile. I win the Batmobile. I'm yeah. 25 years old. Yeah. I sell the Batmobile. Interesting. 1,000%. You're 27 years old. I take that Batmobile and I translate that Batmobile into drugs. Okay, fine. Did how about not see that turn? Okay, down. how about this? Right now, you win a luxury Mercedes Benz. Oh, I hundred percent sell that. But I am perfectly happy with my 2010 Volvo. You know what I mean? I mean, the interior is really holding up well. I have no problem with it. I know. Oh, I know. You I can don't live need, in squalor. I don't need I a lot to get by. Yeah. I assume that if Halima wasn't in your life, you would be in a room with. I I want to venture to piss jug, but you've given him so much. <laughs> no, I would never. But use a definitely piss jug. full ashtrays all over the place. No, like, I would, oh no, hundred I mean, yeah, ash yeah. everywhere. No, like no, ash, I wouldn't. Absolutely everywhere. I would. I yeah, it would be bad. It would be bad. Yeah, I can imagine. God bless you, Halima. I went out of my way to find Halima. So, like when she posted that that thing from the King of Queens, what did she post? That there's a scene from King of Queens where Kevin James is like, where are the scissors? And Leah Remini is like, fucking 15 years we've lived together. The scissors have always been in the same fucking place. They've never moved. I always have to tell you where they are. Why is it like this? And I was like, yeah, I mean, she lives with Simon. 
Oh, like you're just out there finding scissors. No, I mean, I still ask Mary. This is the thing. Mary likes to move things every week. She'll be like, I don't like the feng shui. So all of a sudden the scissors are in a different place. I assume Halima, I assume the scissors are in the same place in your house every time. Um, in your studio on a rolling tray. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, the funny story... <clears throat> Uh, well, I mean, uh, obviously, there's a tragic ending. But are for, we still in the episode? Yeah, Ralph oh, Barbosa. Oh, fucking yeah. wrap it up, Freddie. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> say he's gonna kill Travolta. Yeah, that's great. Out the Ten kilograms of cocaine they stored yeah. in three days up, and I've, I've got to take this guy out. I that was Freddie Prince. Yeah, not Fre- Junior. Fre- Freddie Prince. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. is his son, the actor. Is okay. the guy from Scooby Doo? Yeah. Right? Not yeah. as funny. Oh, you thought it was Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't know what I was thinking. I, don't even I was think just he thinking, was alive when Travolta did. Uh, he, Jimmy Walker said he said we got to kill Travolta. It, in one context, it just sounds like he's a madman, but on cocaine, it's like, of course, you'd be like, I've got to kill this guy. I'm the best. It's true. If you read that transcript in the court, I would get my lawyer to stand up and be like, can we express <laughs> to the jury that this was cocaine fueled and maybe yeah, change the? Yeah. Um, wealth. He wants to go to the moon. Which is just crazy. But yeah, good guy. Well, Joe wants to hunt on Mars, so it's a fucking relationship made in heaven. Done the work. I thought he was a bit bitty. A bit bitty. What does that mean? I didn't a notice bit, any bits. A bit bitty. Oh, a bit bitty. I <laughs> no. see what you're... I thought he did pretty well for I thought such he was like a, a bit young bitty. dude. Yeah. I thought he was a bit bitty. He was a bit bitty. Considering he, he <laughs> called it at the start that he would have nothing to talk about. It's a bit bitty. <laughs> It's a bit bitty. Uh, I'll give it a. I'll still give him a three. I give it a three. I it was, will listen, not give. Hey, you don't a have three. to. We don't give a fuck what I you will give, give it. Give it a two. <laughs> All right. Well, a that's an episode. <laughs> that is an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe, just maybe, you're willing to go a bit further. We do have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. For that $5 a month, you will get the post show. It's the show of the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of other stuff we did. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. That's it. That's the show. Oh, we hope uh, all our American listeners had a great Thanksgiving. We didn't mention it last week. Gobble, gobble. We hope you guys uh, were safe out there. We hope you didn't kill anyone for a flat screen television. And uh, that's it. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, bit bitty. I mean, keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>